Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with CB Gold. What's up, guys? Uh, we have the Greg Wilson coming in. He's a little late right now. Uh, we got a great show today. We got Tony Ferguson, uh, Jake Ellenberger, and Kelvin Gastelum calling in today. It's going to be a stack show. Joey P, how are you, buddy? Well, I got some exciting news. Hold on one sec. Greg, where are you? He's outside. Okay. Uh, CB, you got get him? Uh, what's your exciting news? Well, last uh, podcast, uh, towards the end, I said that I've never uh, had sex with a girl below a five. Yes. And over the weekend, I finally did it. Yeah, you got, what, a six? I got a six. Nice. Congratulations, man. That's huge news. It lasted about two seconds, but you know what? It's not that matters. It's the fact <laughs> that I didn't... All right, this is the MMA Roasted Podcast. This doesn't matter at all. <laughs> How are you? How was your week? Uh, no, no, it matters, man. Thank you, Joe. That, that is, by the way, uh, the, the voice you're hearing is Joe P., our sound guy. Uh, he's been with us for the past two months. He usually doesn't talk, and I see why. Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, Joe. Uh, congratulations, man. I'm Thank happy you, you had sex. He's only 20 years old, so he's, uh, everything is very new to him. You can follow him at Joe P. Comedy. Uh, listen, uh, people listening to the podcast, we are on Tip of Fighter. Uh, so go to Tip of Fighter. You can see Adam Hunter, the MMA Roasted Podcast. If you like the show, uh, tip us. Uh, the, the more money we get, the more podcasts we can do. So uh, if you tip us a bunch of money, or at least some money, uh, then it makes ep- economic uh, economic sense for us to keep having podcasts. And then who knows? We could do three or four a week, maybe even five a week, maybe even seven a week. <laughs> okay. Well, the more we get tipped, the more shows we'll have. Uh, so and the, more, the better the shows will be. For example, last week we wanted to do a, a three way call thing. We couldn't do it because we didn't have the equipment, stuff like that. So uh, tipafighter.com. If you like the show, if you're entertained by us, uh, show your appreciation through, through tipping. The dog, the, uh, Miles, the dog, uh, he's 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 really into the show. So he, Miles, he's, he's a lot more of a meme when it comes to money. He's telling you to tip us right now. Uh, the Greg Wilson is here. So I was saying, Greg, we are now on Tip a Fighter. The podcast is so people can tip us. Uh, oh, the podcast Miles, is that you. You bit my shoe. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It yeah, the podcast funny. is on Tip Oh, that's Fighter. excellent. Yes. Okay. So now we can really judge which episodes are the best. Yes. By the amount of uh, tips it generates. You're absolutely right. It's a contest. Yes. yes. exactly. So go back and listen to old episodes and tip and those. And tip those episodes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like a stripper fucking hitting you up going, hey, remember that boner I gave you? Exactly. Hey, how about a tip? Exactly. Uh, so since uh, the last show, unfortunately, I have some... Uh, some news, uh, some bad news. Uh, the baby that my, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant, my fiance was pregnant, and she had a miscarriage. The baby did not make it. Uh, so that sucks. Uh, I found out last Wednesday we were in the ER. So you together. can save those tips. We could save. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Uh, yes. Th- thank you, Greg. <laughs> You know, I, I was actually waiting for you to come to the show because I didn't want to announce it without you being here because I was wondering, well, what shitty thing is Greg going to say when he well, hears Well, if you're going to be like, hey, here's a tip, buy some baby shoes, here's a tip, oh. you know, buy some pants. Oh, I think you meant like a tip of my dick. I could save those tips, like the tips I'm going to give her or something. I didn't, I didn't know what no, you No, I was talking about the, oh, oh, the tips on of tip the baby. Of right, right, right. They right. were going to oh, be yeah. like, you know, hey, here's 20 bucks for that baby. They could save those. Now they can... Save yeah, those for future episode tips. You could right, exactly. So listen, uh, it, it was a very, very. It was sad. It was rough because you know, it, but it was hard. We were, we were in the hospital for uh, three weeks, probably nineteen days out of the three weeks, eighteen Gosh, days. That's tough. And, and she was in most a lot of times. She was there by herself because I was on the road, and that that sucks to have your that's pretty horrible a girl yeah. that you love. 
So, and 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 she was in the hospital last night. I mean, she, it, we're 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 still going through it. Uh, so you, it, it's just it's been fucking rough, man. Uh, you have ruined this girl's life. No, I I didn't ruin like anything. the day you walked into her. You're such a dick. That is not what happened. She says I, I know. She I says know. That I'm the best thing that ever happened to her, and she's the best thing that ever happened to me. I, I love this girl. That brings her judgment into question, sir. <laughs> Coming from a serial killer. Thank you, CB. <laughs> exactly. Now uh, he's like once a week. He's been following her for months. He knows what's up. The good news is, like I say on stage, she's a quarter Mexican, and they get pregnant via dick pic. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're, look. I mean, we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do. You know, it was one of those things where for a second there, you almost said you were gonna keep trying. It, it looked like those words were about to come out of your lips. Well, based on her hospital visits in the last couple of days, I don't know. Like, we're gonna figure. out. She's twenty five years old. You yeah, know, you got time. She, you know, I'm thirty eight. Yeah. I'm I'm getting a little exactly. Up there, she's still low mileage. She's very low mileage. So it's really up to her, but. Uh, we are going to get married. It's just we're not going to get married next week. Uh, right. You know, so we but we are going to get married. That's uh, great. I, I was trying to convince her to have a, a drive-through wedding because Dan Hardy told me him and his wife did that where you don't even get out of the car. You yeah. just basically, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like twenty five dollars. <laughs> And, and then she said, she's like, no, I'll never be able to eat takeout again. I'm like, double bonus. <laughs> but that, that didn't work, the drive-through wedding. We are going to have a wedding. We've got to figure out what, what we're going to do. She's like, she's like, why don't we have it at a comedy club and all your friends can speak? And Greg, I swear to God, my first thought was that you would speak and ruin my entire I, wedding. Yeah, well, this is the worst idea ever. But by saying all the chicks I fucked in the past <laughs> or like, and like horrifying her family, <laughs> her parents. So I just want to say, my first thought was you. <laughs> And, and, and then that's where it, the, like the thought started and started ended. It ended like, yeah. and Greg, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. Do you remember? Did, were you at Danny McDermott's wedding? No. Okay, Danny McDermott was a comedian in New York that we both know very well, and yeah. we did a lot of stage time together. Well, he got he got a girl pregnant and married her, and they had the baby. Um, and so, uh, anyways, at the wedding, like, so I was at a, there was a table of like open mic comedians, and there was a table of us that were the more yeah. of the comedians that really kind of worked it, with him and stuff. And so uh, it was decided. By the table that I was at, they were like, "Greg, go up there, say something for the comedians." Oh no! You go up and say something for the comedians, and, and that's it. And I went up, and believe it or not, when I'm sincere, I'm very sincere. Yeah, and it goes incredibly well. I can be a very elegant speaker, and I've given this nice. You know, he's done so much for all the comedians. I just wanted to say thank you. You know, you're a great, great person, great comedian. Blah blah blah. As I'm speaking, the table of the open micers. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, my God, it's an open mic. Oh, and no. they start lining up behind me. Oh. And they don't congratulate them. They start doing time. Oh, no. And then at the end, they start trying out jokes. And then at the end going, oh, and congratulations, you guys, blah, blah, blah. And they, like, like, 10 of them went in a row. Nobody was showing. There's it, nothing worse. I've it been was to, the like, nightmare you are talking about. I've, I've seen been to, it. like, roast before where no one prepares any roast jokes. They right. just do their acts. They just do their acts. I'm yeah. like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, speaking of which. Uh, so we went to Hollister over the weekend, me and Bree, we had a show in Hollister at this winery. And it was one of these things that was like $45 a ticket. You get like uh, a couple glasses of wine, a right, meal, right. a band. And the comic before me does really well, is doing really well. Uh, black comedian, maybe the only black guy in the room, you know, like, he, sure. uh, and he goes on and I'm, I'm on next. And I'm doing well, but you know I'm with Bree. We're having a rough weekend since the whole. I mean, yeah. we found this out Wednesday. This was Saturday. You know, it wasn't like I had a lot that much time. So I go on, and right away I'm doing really well. And some lady, I do the joke about like I like to watch porn. Uh, my girl was like, "What does she have that I don't have?" And I'm like, "A, a mute button." And then some lady goes, "Where's your mute button?" Right? Oh. And she's all the way in the back. I can't even see her now. Oh, there's, there's no stage. Yeah. Just lights. Wine. 
fuck barrels behind me. It's yeah. like just a basically. So I just ignore. I go, that's my mom. Ha ha ha. You know, right. okay, little d- standard zinger. Throw that little, out there. Little, set diffuse that down. it. Right. Then I go back, and then at the end, she goes, "This is horrible." I go, well, then fucking leave. She goes, I didn't – I can't believe I paid for this. I'm like, yeah, you could have spent the money on Botox. I'm, I'm like, right. on, on, on more Botox, right? Because right, right. already been right. – oh, and everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> the winery's turning into Jeff Jam. It's exactly what happened, right? <laughs> So at the end, you know, it was everyone came up to me. You were hilarious. You were the funniest yeah. comic. And people were like, oh, fuck that bitch. You know, which, but I, I still hate ending on that. Yeah, what yeah, was her problem? She had gotten too drunk. And right. Just, and and decided was, one joke she didn't like, and now she has a problem. She didn't like me from the get-go. But, like, it's one of those things. It's just new. So then l- last night, cut to the next, at the haha last night. Yeah. Okay, so it's Mike's a terrorist show. So it's like... All these like bringers, and if you don't know, it's people that bring their friends. So sometimes, as a as a comic, as a real comic or a, a veteran comic, it could be kind of difficult because everyone's there to support their friends and not you. Yeah. They think it's some kind of a contest or something, right? So I go on last. There's about 19 comedians. I go on. I get out of acting class. I'm in a good mood because my scene went well. My, my I'm, I'm still like one of those things where like. My girlfriend was in the hospital, and I'm like, are, are, are you having the surgery to get this out? Not yet. We have to go back again tomorrow. It's just, so my mind's still in four different places. Yeah. So I, I go there, and I get on stage, and it's at the end of the night. The show started at 8.30. It's now 10.45. So it's two hours and 15 Very minutes. Very deep into the show. This audience is worn out. Worn out. So I, I go on, and, and everyone knows each other. So I go on, and some lady goes, second joke in. You're terrible, right? Right? <laughs> I'm like, was this the lady's daughter from fucking Saturday night? <laughs> so, what so is, you know, what is it about you and I? We see, I think we seem very attackable. So then, all right, people so then, like have no restraint with either one of us. They just fucking come out. It's like, what the fuck did I do? I'm and then she, telling jokes. Then she gives me the middle finger, right? And then, so then I go, listen, if you don't want to be here, just get a belief. Like, if you don't like a movie, you don't get to go up and say, stop the movie. I I don't like the movie. (laughs) This movie needs to shut off right now. Yeah, stop this picture. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no one needs to watch any more of this. If that was the case, Ghostbusters would last four minutes. The new Ghostbusters. Everybody in the world would fucking say, stop the movie. But (laughs) but no, like, first of all, you see 19 other comedians. Okay, you don't like me, fine. But, like, I think it's this new millennial (laughs) thing of, like, I'm offended. Just comment immediately regardless. I'm offended, so so no one gets to speak. It's like, I don't like your free speech, so there's no more free speech. And that's it's this complete... So then she gets up and leaves, right? right. And then I just start ragging on her. And her friend stays. Right. Her friend stays and laughs. Yeah. So then I, I go to her friend, like... I'm like, just so you know, you're laughing. You're being a bad friend, like, from the stage. Yeah. Like, she, I go, why? Well, what's her problem? And then she's like, oh, she gets drunk. And, and this is how she acts when she's drunk. And I'm like, well. That's not an excuse. Yeah. That means you need to stop drinking. And you need to stop going out with your friend and letting her drink. I, unbelievable. What a horrible person. And then, the, and then I get off stage. And the comedian, this other, this newer comedian, this girl's like, sorry, that was my friend. Uh, uh, she's like, Even I, worse. She's like, I thought you were really funny. I like your skit. First of all, never call skit. a comic a fucking. Oh my God. Never call it a skit. Okay. <laughs> It's not what a is she your aunt? Uh, and, and then second Put of this all, in your little skit. How about do something in your skit about this? And second of all, that's your friend. Shut her up. Yeah. Like, 
if if my friend goes to a comedy show and acts like an asshole, it's my fucking right. obligation to say, listen, it's not the way you act. Agreed. And more comics need to get on that tip because it's always someone that's friends with one of the other comics because they come there and they feel like they have some extra carte blanche because they know someone in the show. So they feel like they could get drunker, get louder, and be dicks. And it, and it is. Every comic you know, if they're your friends, you're responsible for them. Exactly. I had the same thing. These people, women would not shut the fuck up. And then finally, at the very end, this guy goes, oh, man, yeah, they're here to see me. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, bro, if those are your people, why the fuck haven't you gone over there and talked to them? I yet? don't understand you it. You let them ruin the whole fucking show. You just sat over there like, my people don't me. And the girl was like, oh, I don't fuck know. Yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, you do know. Yeah. You fucking, your you friends know. go over there. Hey, you're embarrassing me. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. It's exactly what happened. So anyway, so that's that was my week. People. That was my week. That and uh. Yeah, it's pretty Why much. Why can't you all be like CB? You know what I mean? When he's contemplating murder, which most of the time he doesn't say shit. Notice he's been silent this whole time. All he's thinking about is killing someone right now. More people need to be like that. How are you doing? What's going on with you? I just got back from Vegas. I just spent a week there. How was it? You were there the week before for fight oh, week. I love that club. Yeah, and so they had a someone you know had to drop out, and so they called me. I'm very lucky to have a great relationship over there. Yeah, and so I. Uh, uh, Wynn had a great week, man. Although it was one of the, it was one of those ones. Okay, so the, the what there's, you know, I, I mess with the audience, and so there's this guy wearing white pants, and I try and be, even though when I'm kind of messing with people, I try and be like, listen, I'm just fucking with you. I'm jealous of you because you yeah. know, because you could fucking wear white pants. I couldn't look wear fucking white right, pants. Right. I look like an egg. So I'm talking right. So I'm, I, I but I'm, I'm kind of busting his balls because he's wearing fucking these tight white jeans. They look fucking ridiculous. But that's it. And then there's these other girls. Where, I mean, the titties are fucking out. Man, like they clearly taped the dress mm-hmm. to where it's right on the edge of the nipple, uh, you know, and all, the, which is great, which is fantastic. So I spent a few minutes on that. So after the show, those girls want to take a picture with me. And of course, you know me, I'm a little gonzo. So I, you know, I go into to, to motorboat and I'm like kind of, and she's like, you're crazy. She doesn't try and stop me. She doesn't get upset about it. She's like, let's get a picture. So then we take a bunch of pictures and one of the, a couple of them, I'm kissing her titty. Right. Okay. And she's laughing and her friends laughing. It's all super fun. Then I guess later I get a text from the club owner and they're like, hey, man, did you post a picture of you kissing some girl's tit? Oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, totally. And he's like, you need to take that down. They just call the club and they're really upset about Re- it. Oh, the boyfriend? Here's the thing. Yeah, it was White Pants. It's always a White boyfriend. Pants was yeah. upset about it. And, and, and apparently he called the club and was asking the club to give him my phone number. Yeah. He wanted to call me directly about this. And I'm like, dude, uh, what the fuck did fuck. I do? No, I didn't fucking no, do no. anything. And yeah, they weren't going to give him my fucking phone number. I thought that was hilarious. Like, dude, I, oh my that's god, what, that's what happened when when I used to work on the cruise ships. They were like, you can't hook up with the guests. They're like, why? Like, because these girls get drunk, you know, right. or, or they, they regret it's, it. It's their bachelor party. It's a girls' night out. They fuck around sometimes with the comic. Then the, the boyfriend sees the pictures, mm-hmm. and then he fucking sues Carnival or something, or, right. or says, you know, you, you, oh, he took advantage. Whatever happens, happens. That's, that's what they told me. But, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of different versions of, of what happens. You know? Sure. You know? And they just but don't want any complications. No complications. And that would just really surprise me. I was like, what? Over what? Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like something happened later that kind of made it... More yeah. than it was, you know. Yeah, like, but also, he must like, have gotten upset with her. Like, but, I can't believe don't get mad at you. And then she's like, "Well, I didn't let him do it." And it's like, "Well, yeah, you did." I have the picture. You got to be careful, it. Greg. Though, for honestly, though, because that could that could bite you in the ass. Well, I took it down immediately. But even though, I mean, even that, like, you get the you get the wrong girl. They look at you. They go, "Oh, he's on stage. He has money. He's on TV. He has money." 
I, I could sue you. I could sue the club. I could sue the well, stratosphere. Well, the joke's on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're squeezing blood from a turnip, bitch. I, I, right, but that's... No, but it was never... I never meant to embarrass or anything. No, I feel like he got upset with, with her... Of course. ...and everything, and then she was like... And then she tried to act like I did something to her. Whereas in the moment, if I felt like she was in any way uncomfortable, I wouldn't have... You know what I mean? You she loved it. She was loving it. So... Yesterday, uh, different topic. But the shows were great. I'm sure they were. So yesterday, so Scott Bayo, right? Listen, Scott Bayo is an old friend of mine. When I was on Last Comic Standing, I got a text from, uh, I got a, a, a Facebook from Renee, his, his wife, saying, "Me and Scott, you're our favorite person on Last Comic Standing. We want to come see you." I thought it was a joke, right? Right. I actually asked Jay Davis, I'm like, Scott Bayo wants to come. He goes, "Tell him half off," because he thought it was a joke too. <laughs> then they actually showed up at the Laugh Factory and yeah, paid yeah. half off. Since then, Scott got me on his TV show. I mean, just gave me a part. I didn't even have to audition, which is yeah. like the best, you know. Uh, as a guest star on when he was on Nickelodeon, I performed at three of his events. We got out for you know, smoke cigars. He's a friend. He's a legitimate. We pitch shows together. So he's speaking at the Republican National Convention yesterday, right? And now everybody on Twitter and Facebook is just Scott. Oh, has been every totally. every just comedian. Every comedian is looking at it as like, oh, this is his first job in forty years, or finally the phone's calling. So I'm like, you know what? This is my friend. You know, like, and I'm not gonna, you know, make a joke, make a cheap joke about him, whatever. You know, it's it's my friend. Uh, and it's his big day, and no one is sticking up for Scott Bayo. Like, <laughs> like nobody. So I'm like, you know, of course is- not. The internet is for haters, right? So I'm like, I'll post a picture. Hey, I'm really happy for my friend Scott Bayo, right? Yeah. That's just me and Scott, and Scott retweets it. It's gotten over like 400 likes, but not actually over 900 likes, 400 retweets, and. The last day, the people have been fighting over on my Twitter feed about like Hillary versus the, you know right, versus, right, versus right. Bernie uh, versus Trump. Right. I, I got about five hundred new supporters, most of them which have like cowboy hats. Totally. Uh, they're like Republicans. <laughs> for, for, look, first of all, I'm not voting for Trump. Okay, I, I'm I'm not voting for, right now. I'm not voting for anybody. I want to see the debates. I actually want to see the debates because I'm not sold on either candidate. Uh, I actually you know. Uh, I agree with Hillary's policies more than Trump. However, Hillary does take money from Saudi Arabia and yada yada. She's not exactly the most ethical, honest politician. Yeah. Not that any of them are. Although Bernie was, so that's why I happened to right. like Bernie. So, okay, but it's just funny that like you. All I said was I, I'm supporting my friend Scott Baio because I was happy for him. He's a very political guy. He's a Republican. He's a conservative, and he gets to speak at the Republican National Convention. Everybody take us taking shots at him. I mean, every yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, it was like a four minute speech. He wrote it the day before. He found out he didn't have speech writers that I know. Yeah. But uh, meanwhile, today Dana White speaking. Uh, really? Yeah. So now I have like two people that I text on a weekly basis <laughs> that are speaking at the Republican. <laughs> so I'm thinking about uh, tweeting out. Uh, really happy for my friend Dana. White. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's crazy, right? I, I actually wrote a joke that he he had Ariel banned from the Republican National Convention. Yeah, so yeah, Dana speaking, uh, but people are like, oh, you know, I, I can't believe you know he like found it is going to look kind of weird though, like when when Hillary probably has like you know, uh, oh please, exactly the who's who heads of state yeah. and celebrities, and he's getting Scott Bale <laughs> and, and Dana White, you <laughs> and, know, uh, and he's going to have and she's going to have you know, uh, um, Fergie and this one and Usher and, and you know. Well, uh, you, you know, know Harrison Ford George and Clooney Leonardo and, DiCaprio yeah I mean everybody yeah. you know Steven Spielberg like everybody you know, although he uh, might win though who yeah, Trump might win with even well, with, of course Trump might win yes I mean, there look, is when, a parallel universe where that might happen well, when, well look when I was driving to Fresno 
every every ten yards was a uh, was a sign saying "Farmers for Trump." Sure, I mean he has a lot of those. Well, they hate black people too. <laughs> no, that's not that's bullshit. You can't say someone's a Trump supporter. They hate black people. That's that's that. No, you can't. Yeah, no, you can. can't. You can't. Yeah, that's you such. Can. That's such a. a you're right. I'm argument. not saying it definitely means, but if you're uh, uh, passing a farm. Yeah, come on! No way. <laughs> There's no way that's true. I support the farmers in America, but you know they hate black people. They don't hate black people. <laughs> they do not hate black people. That's uh, I, I, and I, I can't they, look. Why do you think they it moved really, out there? It is really annoying. Do you think they moved out so, there because they love some, the silence? So, they moved out there to get away from black people. So, so, so somebody wrote a, a thing on Facebook <laughs> saying that now every time someone writes "All Lives Matter," I think they're racist. <laughs> Which is like fucking crazy. Like, well, they are. They're saying all lives matter. There was a black boxer last week on uh, NBC that had all lives matter. Well, all, he's all a li- racist. All lives do matter. Some black people hate black people. It <laughs> Come happens. On, no. I, I I disagree with that. No, you're, you're, I, obviously you're... not. You can't go with broad generalizations, but there is something to it. You uh, know, I feel like it is a big kind of. I mean, that's why we're seeing every. That's why this country's boiling the fuck over. You know, because. Because this is unfortunately a racial election, uh, but you could you could say about the last election too. I mean, no, no, it's this one. You think some people said? That you know what it is. I feel like, and maybe I don't know. I don't know if this blogs on an MMA podcast, but you know, I feel like the the the, the people that that see, we think we think that people were like, oh, okay, black president, okay. But I feel like the people that are actually racist. Now I'm not saying all you know, Trump. I'm saying the people that are racist. Okay, we're just seething for eight years. Seething. Come on. And I think it's starting to boil over because they were looking for I, the. It, they wanted to come out, and Trump has become their candidate. I think, Whether he I think meant anytime, to be or I think not, you I think that's what's based happened. on like. Like people are like I, I know women that are like I'm voting for Hillary why because she's a woman. Or people are like oh, I'm voting for Obama because she's black, you know, or because he's black. Yeah. Or I'm voting for this person because the, like well, let's deal but with those, this, those let's things. Deal with weren't lies. Let's deal with issues. Those weren't lies. Yeah, but that's those not the reason to vote, for, to vote for something because of their issues. But that's I mean, what it was. I mean, Ben Carson was you know? black. Ben Carson's black. Would he be the best candidate for black people? No. I, I mean, I mean, because he's you know he's an Uncle Tom. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I I disagree. I, I disagree that it's uh, just because you are voting. For Trump, which I'm not okay uh, yet, I'm not voting for Hillary yet either. I don't like either of these candidates. I wish you're right now, and that's the position I, that I most wish, reasonable people are in. I wish is, Mayor, what is the lesser of two? I evils wish here. Mayor Bloomberg was running. I would have I would have voted for Bloomberg. I think he's he's he was a good he was a good mayor uh, of, of uh, New York, and I think he would have been a good candidate. I think the different um, you you I think people see it as a choice between politics as usual and. Total anarchy. <laughs> I think people. I think, I think people that, like. I think that's not I wrong. think people like Trump because he's not connected to like the. He's not the, the like you know all these. He, he's not extremely political. He's not being you know uh, owned by all these other entities. No, right. However, he, he's just a white. However, they don't like his policies. <laughs> his As pol- a white supremacist, it's hard to like his policies. Oh, come on, he's not a white supremacist. No, you know what he is? He's an elitist. That's what he is. That's the truth of it. People think he represents. He doesn't represent any other color but green. And the reality is, the people that are going to win will be the rich, not the white, not the black, the rich. That's who wins when Donald Trump wins. 
The rich. The rich. Mm. That's the truth. See, and notice the rich aren't really speaking out. They're just staying real fucking no, quiet rich, about all this. I know who's rich okay? is voting for Trump. You're talking about artists. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, right, right, because they know that the real game isn't about so it isn't about any of this other shit he's talking about. Those are selling points, man. They know he's going to get in there and re-rig the game for the rich I just wish it, the way I, it had been for a very long time. Ridiculous. I mean, his his uh, all these social issues are going to disappear. Yeah, it's just going to become about about loosening up, you know, getting rid of the estate tax, loosening up, being able to take your money offshore, letting all the banks remerge, derivatives, all that bullshit. He's going to it's going to be worse that he's just going to open the floodgates like rich oh, but, guys oh, but go Hillary, crazy, but Hillary Release, taking money from Wall Street, deregulate the corporations, from Sachs. no regulation whatsoever. It's going to be great, but the, it's going to be total. What about Hillary energy. taking money from Goldman Sachs for their speeches and stuff like that? Well, that's getting paid to be a speaker. Everybody does that. Okay, but she's what, not being paid for influence. She's being paid to show up and give a speech. How, how come she wouldn't reveal what she actually said? In the I don't know because it's a private speech. It's up to Goldman Sachs. When you when you speak for them, that's their content now, whether they release it or not. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. If you get hired to speak for a group, the video of it, that's their video. If, if I'm a comic and I get hired to do a college and somebody wants to know what I said, I'm allowed to. We're not release. talking about a college. We're talking about a corporate event. You go to a corporate event and they shoot a video of it. That's their video. What about a transcript? Again, that's their transcript. Oh, come on. That's bullshit. That's not true. I don't think that's true. That is true. That's, that's, that's not what she's saying. But she could release her own uh, transcript if she wanted to. Absolutely. All right. Let's call Jake Ellenberger. Let's talk about fighting. Uh, <laughs> we, there, there are some big fights this week. Uh, uh, today on MMA Roasted, <laughs> losing a baby. Do I still get married? <laughs> Hillary versus Trump. Oh, and there was a fight. Yes. All right. Let's go. Four. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're going to call Jake Ellenberger right now. He's got a big fight coming up against Matt Brown. And listen, I'm not a big Hillary supporter either. <laughs> I didn't like any of these candidates. You like Bernie? Before. Not really. Uh. Hello. Hey, Jake Ellenberger. What's happening? What's up? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How's it going? Oh, it's been forever, man. It's been good. Are you voting for Trump or Hillary? Good. Sorry? Are you voting for Trump or Hillary? You know, Adam, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really into talking politics here. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's kind of one of those like, which one is? It, we're doing damage control here. You know That's what I mean? Exactly like, what I was saying. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. Now, Jake Ellenberger, man, you used to be <laughs> our co-host. You abandoned us. Uh, you had a ba- you had a baby, and we never saw from whoa, you whoa, again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How uh, dare you love your child more uh, than Adam? Is that what happened? No, that's not what fucking happened. <laughs> well, well, what happened? Yeah, I, I did have a, I did have a, ba- I do have a son. Yes, and he's he's one. Um, yeah, life life comes at you, man. I, I I enjoyed, I really did enjoy the podcast. However, uh, it my my priorities did not let me continue. No, okay, I, I get but it. to say I abandoned, why don't you just punch me in the dick, Adam? <laughs> I, would, I would never want to punch you in the dick. Uh, however, we do miss you, man. You are, you are a great part of the podcast. You're, you're one of my... Oh, thanks, man. You are, you're a great fun. friend of mine, and uh, I love you, man. So, that's the truth. Thanks, bro. And congrats to you. You're uh, on the engagement. Congrats about that. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. We got, I did it on a, on a Ferris wheel. Because uh, it's going to symbolize my marriage. You're going to be high and stuck in one box. So- Boom. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she loves that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Now, now, Jake, you got a big <laughs> fight coming up against Matt Brown, uh, UFC 201. This is a huge fight for you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I think you're going to take this fight, man. I, I, I really do. Uh, I was at your fight against Wonder Boy. You had him hurt. You had, uh, you had Tarek hurt. Uh, what's your plan against Matt Brown? Hey, listen, the only, the only judgment is on my scorecard. And, and uh, you know, I am extremely confident going to this fight. You're right, it's a big fight. Bring, on, bring him on, bring the cameras on. Uh, I'm in the best position I've been in. And, uh, you know what, I like fighting guys like Matt Brown. He's, he's tough, he's durable, he has a lot of adjectives we don't really need to talk about. But he raises the level of competition. You know what I mean? Like, if you're fighting a, a tomato can you know, in South Omaha and, and, and you beat him up and you, you know, it's like, well, you just, you just beat up a homeless guy. Like why? There's, there's nothing for anybody. So, but if, when you fight a guy who's tough, who, who's going to basically bring the best out of you, you know, that, that I, I really think that's where I do my best. I uh, know. Absolutely. Now, if you have him hurt, like you did wonder boy, like you did, are you going to finish him this time? Stop being nice. He's not your kid. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right, Adam. I'm just I'm too I'm, I'm too nice to me. No, well, first of all, <laughs> Wonder Boy is a, he's a tricky guy. He's a tricky guy, and as you can see, he's he's one of the top guys. But um, you know, you also got to keep in mind in, in the style that I fight. You have to be you have to be in the shape to fight the style you want to fight at. And and you know, right now, like I said, I I can push the pedal down and. Uh, and then the confidence going into next weekend. Nice. Now, okay. All right. Now, now, when you were with Coach Edmund, did he hypnotize you? Did he hypnotize me? Yeah. I mean, is there is there brainwashing going on there? Because uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what people are thinking staying with him. Like, like what happened there? Tell us the truth. Was there some kind of Armenian uh, <laughs> voodoo going on? Bro, stare at the watch, bro. <laughs> Bro, look at this watch. It's a thousand dollar watch, bro. Is that what happened? How many people are there? <laughs> it's me, the Greg Wilson, CB, and Joe. But is is that what happened? Right on. Um, you know, I, I don't know what other people's experiences have been. You know, I've had I've had good experiences with that. he's uh, I, I I like the guy. You know, I have people can can say what they want. I mean. It, it's circumstantial, you know. Everyone judges their uh, their own experience with with what they with what they what they have. But uh, right. now I hear now word, word on the street though is you're with Cordero, you're back at King's MMA, and I heard the old Ellenberger is back. All right, uh, I heard from your training. You goddamn right. I, I heard from Benny that you're fucking everyone up at the gym. That it's a whole different Ellenberger. That you're just the the fire is back. Well, uh, you know, dude. To touch on that, I mean, thank you, thank you for the compliment, but I, I don't, uh, you know, it, we, we, it, what happens in the gym is really, as, as you know, is relevant, but, uh, I do, I have made, uh, I've enjoyed training again, if that makes sense. Like, let's just start there. There was a time for a while that you, 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 you grind in and, and it's just not really fun and it's hard to enjoy. But, you know, right now I'm, I'm enjoying training again, and, and uh, it's, it's made it a hell of a lot easier. Good, 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 good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I've always believed in you. Uh, you know, 
even like now is there pressure on this fight though is there a little pressure that you're like fuck I have to win this fight or I might get cut yeah I mean there's I mean there, there's pressure every fight yeah. and a lot of that you know it's being able to kind of is that a dog barking shut up all right, go on. <laughs> I love it. No, Very professional it, show here. There's, there's pressure every fight, you know what I mean? I think that I I try to kind of ignore it and not pay attention to any of that, all, all the, the shit in the background. It's a lot of noise is what it is. It is a lot of noise. But for me, is you know, the, the fights want, the, the fight within yourself is the much bigger fight than, than any fight you'll have. Uh, I love it. Well, listen, man. I mean, you've been through it, man. Your brother almost died. You're a Marine. You were a virgin until 25. What? Uh, you finally, yeah. The first girl you, you banged, you got, you, you like, got pregnant. And, 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 right, right, right. and now you're first raising your father. That is, that is, you're such a Adam, kid. you're like the worst Wikipedia page ever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. I mean, you were backed up for 25 years. Of course you knocked her up. <laughs> Right, right. First girl ever, yeah. Great. Wow. Now, now we, that must have been quite a load. Now, there's somebody here that wants to fight you. Conor McGregor just showed up to the, uh, the podcast. How are you, Jake Ellenberger? I've been following your career. I hope this is your turnaround. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. Now, 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 Conor, how do you think you do against Jake? Of course, I knock him out before we even enter the octagon. Wow. My sheer magnetism would blow him away. Wow, Jake, are you? Are you I that? can't. I can't. I couldn't really make out what he said. <laughs> See, he can't even take my words. My words knock out his eardrums. That's the way it would go. Jake, are you gonna take this shit? Do you want to wake up dead? Oh! <laughs> First of all, if you're dead, you never wake up. So learn that that's a paradox. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> now, what do you think of Jake's butt? Oh. Jake has a lovely chin. First of all, the nicest chin in the entire UFC is the only chin I genuinely want to stick my dick in. Wow. Jake, you hear that? McGregor wants to fuck you with a chin. He wants to fuck me? <laughs> yeah. Right in your chin. <laughs> well, not take a number, but no. <laughs> Will you please come back to the podcast after you're done yeah, with this fight? Yeah, of course. 100% after the fight, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I mean, you heard I, it? I see your family more than you. I Honestly, I hung out with your dad, your mom, your brother, uh, your girlfriend, your other friend who gives great BJs, I hear. I honestly, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, the, the one who used to have those parties. <laughs> the, wait, the, the friend that gives what? She, the one that used to have those parties. She, I heard she gives the most amazing BJs. Is this true? Oh, I, I don't know about that, but yeah, the parties were, were cool. Now, now, obviously, listen. You're, you're, now, your girlfriend is smoking hot. When are you guys gonna finally, you know, set the date? Yeah, man, she's great. She's great. Um, <laughs> she's 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 hot. Um, she's an, an amazing mother. Um, but things are going great. Awesome, nice. Jake Ellenberger, I want you to run for president because I'll fucking vote for you. Yeah, seriously, I would vote for Jake. <laughs> Jake's a Marine. He knows how to dodge a question like a champ. Now, are you not going to uh, do any kind of dirt bike racing for this fight? Oh, I'm not I, I'm not racing, but yeah, I, I put around here and there. No, not right, not right now, no. No, I can't. 
I don't even have I don't have a lot of free time if you know what I mean, Adam. I've got a one year old and most of my day is training, but that's okay though. Nice. Right now that's okay. Now I lost money because of you, because uh, you told me that Dos Anjos, you said it's it's a short bet. There's no way Dos Anjos is gonna lose to Eddie Alvarez. Oh. Uh, yeah, thank. Yeah, bro, I would I would my my first of all my, <laughs> and. It, it was. I, if I was gonna pick a fight for that, I mean that whole weekend, that was the that was the one I was pretty certain about. But uh, you know, not not taking anything away from Eddie Alvarez, he he looked great. He looked quick. I mean, you know, if you look at the, Eddie's last few fights, you know, he he looked like a different guy coming out with the. You know, and again, you're fighting for a world title. I get it. Um, but again, there's nothing. Yeah. The, yeah. Kind of. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. He, he has had a little bit of, you know, he, he cuts a lot of weight, too. And then, you know, and trust me, I don't make any excuses for, for Hoffa, but uh, I, Eddie was on, man. He he did he did the job, and, and, uh, and he won the title. So yeah, I can't argue. But, yeah, again, for, for me, I would, by watching RDA train and the way he works, I would have bet my house that he would, that there's nobody that's going to beat this guy. Now, are you picking Woodley or Lawler? Uh, I, think, I think Lawler. Yeah, I mean it, it'll it'll uh, yeah, make it a good a good couple rounds, good a good few rounds. I I don't know. I mean, I, I think he'll take he'll take Waller down. I'm sure. Now it seems uh, like wrestling is Matt see. Brown's Achilles heel. Like that's how Hendricks has grinded him out. It seems like that's how guys are, are uh, Maya kept taking him down. Are, are we gonna see more of a wrestler, Jake, or are we gonna just try to go for the knockout? Well, first of all, wrestling is fucking boring. Nobody wants to. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay. But no, I, again, that's 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 a card I have in my pocket if I need to pull. But that's not. Um, we're not. We're not. We're not relying on that. No, that's not. Jake, <laughs> yeah, I win this. I win this fight where the ref the ref pushing me off. That, that's how. Gotcha. Well, listen, Jake, man, it's great hearing from you. Can't wait for your fight. We're going to hang out afterwards. Congratulations on the baby and being just such a great guy, man. Miss you, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, that was Jake Ellenberger. Jake Ellenberger. How do you feel about it? So you're hearing good things. He's back to form. I have, honestly, I have heard that from uh, from Benny. I mean, they said the old Ellenberger's back. They said, like, for a while he wasn't showing up to Kings. He was, he was, he was doing, like, too many different camps right it was like he was doing boxing over here and wrestling over there and jiu-jitsu over here and i think that's a recipe for disaster i honestly think a one-stop shop is better my personal opinion although some guys can make that happen for them yeah. uh but it just seems to me it just seems like it's if people are around you all the time they they're gonna see things yeah. all the time yeah yeah you know versus like being able to coach them out you know yeah and, and I think your coaches are gonna be able to talk to each other and be right. like hey this is what he's doing around here but let's fix that let's right, fix that right, right. versus like the boxing coach who has some kind of resentment for the wrestling coach and so, sure and, well, and of course he just wants you to focus on the one thing he's teaching you right that's what I think but uh, so I've heard that Jake looks great at the same time like I uh, Jake can you hear me uh, I think, I think gonna, oh, at the same time, um, I think that... Good uh, <laughs> thing we didn't say anything else. How many funny we were like, all right, take care. Well, he's going to get crushed, though, right? Yeah, After yeah, that yeah, thing, yeah. poor guy doesn't even realize. Doesn't have a chance. He's going to be like, hey, uh, Adam, I just heard that. Why would you... So, Hey, man, I thought we were friends. At the same time, 
you know, like I've heard of Kelvin Gastelum, who we're going to talk to in a little bit, yeah, yeah. at the gym gets the shit beaten out of him by like the janitor. And then he goes into the, the, the octagon and just murders people. Yeah. I mean, beats up Johnny Hendricks, beats up. Do you think Hendricks was tired? I think Hendricks is burnt. You know, yeah. I, I used to see it's an old wrestling term called burnt out. Yeah. And you just see it. You just see the eyes just are not right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the body wants it, but the eyes don't. Right. And I think that Johnny Hendricks has been a competitor since he was five years old. Yeah. When he first started wrestling, he was, a, I think, a three-time state champ, a two-time national champ. Right. He got to the highest level of MMA. Uh, I think he was the champ uh, at one point. Right? He was the champ. Yeah, he, he, was, the champ. Champ. he, he champ. was the champ. right? Yeah. When GSP retired, Hendricks was the champ. Well, he won it. When it was vacant, it yeah, was when it fight vac- against Robbie, yeah. Right, so he got to the highest point in the UFC, and I just think that, uh, you know, he's not, he, he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. I, think, I think maybe he needs to take a year off, two years off, come back. But also, I, I think that leaving Team Takedown was the worst thing that happened for him. He had a great team. The money thing wasn't, it was one of those situations where everyone pulls in their money, right. and then everyone splits it. It was basically... Which so- is tough when you're the top money earner by far and yeah. you're splitting your money with guys that are never going to earn when, that When you and Jared Rothschild are splitting, are, are like, you know, splitting money, uh, yeah, right, exactly. And it's mostly socialism for MMA, basically, and it doesn't seem right. And, Jay, and, and he got sick of that, left, but now didn't go to an American top team, didn't go to AKA, AKA didn't go to a Greg Jackson's, didn't go to a, a Black Zillions. He did his own thing. Yeah. And I think that's a recipe for disaster. Because, you know, when you're paying people to come in and coach you, they're going to tell you basically what you want to hear yeah. in a lot of situations. Or you're going to fire them or they're not going to. Well, and I think there's something to say about, you know, training against guys that are also at that level. You know what I mean? If you're not around those guys that are trying to get that are on that level already, are you really preparing for it? Right. You know, I, that's what I think. I, I think. But at the same time, there are guys that. Went to big gyms that got lost in the shuffle, or it happens too. It never kind of it, it happens. So uh, what's going on, CB? You've been quiet. Well, he didn't even make weight at two hundred. So, uh, well, yeah, but he missed it by a quarter pound, which is scary. I know, which is weird. It's like it's like so. Then how hard did he try and still missed it by a quarter pound? You know what I mean? Because that's what they were talking about. He did. He did look like he was low. His, his body was shaking. Yeah, like uh, he didn't look. I mean, he looked like a man who'd been starving himself for a day. Yeah, it's just uh, to and me. That, you've been against this whole cutting weight thing don't you think fighters should start fighting close to their own natural weight no i think that'll never happen i think in all combat sports They'll you always try and cut down you're always at best when you're bigger and you're at the least amount you can weigh where it doesn't affect you yeah. i just think that johnny you know when he's probably been cutting weight terrible for years yeah. i mean and wrestling is a different cutting weight when you wrestle you cut weight every week yeah. And you can get away with certain shit when you're 18, 19, 20 that you can't get away with when you're 32, 33, 34. Sure, absolutely. It's just not the same. Yeah. Um, and then also when you have three kids and a wife. And yeah, he's got a lot on his plate, man. It's, you know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this week we got a big card coming up this week. Uh, UFC Chicago. CB, who's on the card? Main events, uh, Holly Holm and Valentina Shevchenko. Should be a good fight. Uh, it's a tough fight for Holly Holm. To, that- see, to see who gets to wear the crown next for a week. <laughs> yeah, <Is> seriously. That-, <laughs> it, that depends, though. It depends on if Ronda wants Nunes because she gets first dibs. Right, of course. Kind of, I don't know. I disagree, but whatever. Uh, Valentina versus... Uh, you know, that's a tough fight for Holly. This girl, Valentina, I was at her fight against Nunez. And she won the third round. If that was a five-round fight, I would have given it to Valentina. Her first fight out, didn't she destroy Sarah Kaufman? Yeah, she did very well against Sarah Kaufman. And then uh, 
Had a tough skid against, I think, Nunez. Nunez, but I thought she actually looked pretty good. It was. She looked good. Nunez had a bad cut, and uh, and here's a girl that beat Joanna twice in kickboxing. Uh, I think Holly's got a work cut out for her. I think Holly could win. I'm trying to think. I mean, if it's a striking match, boxing. If it's a boxing match, Holly wins. Kickboxing, I got to give it to this other girl. So then, no, Valentina. Wait, kickboxing isn't that what? Didn't Holly? Wasn't she the world champion for? She was a world champion boxer. Oh, I thought it was in kickboxing. No, in boxing. Oh. And kickboxing, this other girl was the world champ. Okay. So when you're throwing kicks, I give, I give it to Valentina Yanchenko. But when grappling is going to be the difference, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And grappling, this girl isn't that good. I mean, Nunez is a black belt and held her down. But I don't, know, I don't think either of them are that good at grappling. I mean, they're both good. Well, that's good. good. Then it'll be a good stand-up fight. But what? Um, neither one of them have like the best grappling game. Uh, Holm is in a better camp, of course. She works with Greg Jackson. The other thing that comes into play a little bit is Shevchenko recently was involved in that shooting. Oh, yeah. And her coach got shot. So we don't know how her head is and if she's been training with him. Or How long ago did that happen? A couple weeks ago. About, about a month. Yeah, maybe about a month at most, month and a mm, half. If that's that, bad. But she's known about the fight for a while. Yeah. Like, this fight's been signed and talked about. And, and a lot of people. Well, that's are, the thing. I mean, you never know. I mean, that could drive her to go in there and have an amazing fight, or it could be so much distance that it's just she's worn out from that from that experience. It goes in there tired. Yeah, it's crazy. Her whole coach died, or no? No, he just got shot. He was. Uh, but that was, was in Russia. They got shot every day over there, right? I was going to say, wait a minute, he didn't die. <laughs> oh, totally different story. <laughs> no, now she just doesn't have any good coaching. Shane going down. I'm going with Holly Holmes. You going with Holly Holmes? Yes. I don't know. I, I think and Holly's hungry. Holly is hungry. She lost to Misha Tate. This other girl's good, though. I'm telling you, don't sleep on this chick. I, I saw her fight live. I seen Holly fight live twice, and I was not I was underwhelmed. But then, obviously, when she beat Ronda, she beat Ronda. But I feel like she's been training for Ronda for two, three years. Like, right, she knew right, everything right. Ronda was going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then against Misha, I was there, too, and... Uh, she's looked tough, but obviously Misha beat her. Remember when Holly sent Ronda sideways with that head kick, and she full on flew sideways? That was amazing. Uh, I know you're trying to bait me because Ronda and me had a little <laughs> bit of. A, I'm not trying to bait you at all. I'm just uh, saying to remember because we're talking about Holly. That was her last big victory, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, that was something I don't think anybody ever thought they were. It just reminded me of that. I don't think we'd ever seen. I don't think we ever thought we'd see that. I mean, set her sideways. Yeah. That was. I mean, in a women's match, that was pretty impressive. Well, Rhonda hates me right now. I actually invited, yeah, but, I invited you know, her to a show, and she wrote me this very mean, nasty text back, <laughs> saying how bad I was to her. How I made fun of her, which I never even made fun of her. Honestly, I never made fun of her losing. Uh, I never made fun of Travis Brown. I never even touched on the whole alleged wife beating incident because I was I not. Did. You did, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't. But we did on this show, which she, which she associated. I didn't. You. Honestly, didn't. I stayed away from that. Out uh, of basically that, respect right. to Rhonda's mom, I didn't in, say in some ways. You did. And then, uh, and then she says, I, "Then she says I was mean to Marina. Uh, was anybody nicer to Marina than me? I, I, I gave her. I got her. Like I gave her." Paycheck every time I, I was, I was her friend. Marina's not the nicest person in the world. But to me, she Marina was not very nice, and I basically and I I got her a job. I, my dad got her like two auditions. I got I helped get her sponsorships. Yeah. I was actually Marina was like a friend. So she said at one point she said I was one of her top friends in the world, and she and she was friends. I was a, a friendly to her. Are yeah, top, I love are you. Top five or pound for pound. So Rhonda, you know, lashed out at me, and I just wrote her back saying, "Listen, you know, you have it all wrong. Uh, I, I'm sorry you feel that way." But I was actually 
I've always been a supporter of you since day one, before yeah, you were even sure. in the UFC. Yeah. And and then she said something about like, and like her mom, I had her mom on the podcast, I'm friends of her mom. Her mom wanted to do a, a podcast. I, I went over to her mom's office and like gave her some tips on how to- How to build things, a podcast. How to build a podcast. Yeah. I got Miranda's cousin's tickets to fights. She, she didn't even get her tickets to fights. I got her to tickets to fights. <laughs> uh, but whatever. You know what? Fuck Sounds it. like so you did So back to every... fighters that matter. What? So back to fighters that matter. Well, Ronda Rousey does hey, matter. Ronda's coming back. Ronda's but, coming I mean, back. You know, whatever. Have you dog? seen what she's she looks gonna... like right now? No. What does she look like? What does she look like? Right she's now? she's uh, she's definitely chubby. Listen, sometimes you need to build a mountain to get over it. You know what I mean? Like when it's too easy, you know you you need that challenge. She's it got it now. It wasn't too easy for her. So. What, winning the championship and dominating everybody in her division. Yeah. That's what I'm talking so, about. I don't know if she's going to come sometimes back Sometimes you just need all that mountain. Is, you know? All I know sometimes is... You need 20 yeah, pounds of mountain around All I know is I only roast people that I like. She's and, coming back. And right now, uh, she, she was not very nice to me, so I'm not even going to talk with her. I just want to know if Holly Holm's ever going to get a divorce because I think she's fine. Really? Yeah. She's so sweet. Right? Her, her she's so husband's hot. kind of a dud, too. Like she, he's, he's really like... Kind of like antisocial, weird. You know what's weird? When she wins, he doesn't seem that happy about it. Like Holly she, Holmes' husband? Yeah. Do you guys see the relationship in the ring when he comes into the ring with her? Do you guys sense something? She has a better connection with like Winkle John and, and Yeah, and like like, like he, they don't seem like it doesn't seem like they're like, yay, we did it. Like there's some weird energy there between them. I don't know. I, I sense some weirdness. But let me ask you a question. <laughs> if you were married to one of like the top five female fighters in the world, was super famous and you're just kind of like that wouldn't happen. the husband. All right, go on. The husband. Mm-hmm. Would would you feel a little intimidated by by the popularity of your wife and that everybody's eyes are on her and you're kind of just an afterthought? Yes, you would really. No, of course not. I wouldn't care. I, I, I would be down in the casino issue. spending her money like any good husband. If I, if I was married to anybody, I'd be gambling, th- drinking, and whoring around until she was available. Look, if I was married to a famous comedian <laughs> or a famous fighter, a famous singer, yeah, I, you would support her, and you'd, love, you'd be excited her. about every achievement she makes. And that's what's weird. You think he would be like, "We did it, baby!" Like you know, and I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see Some that people, energy. But, but at the same, the two of them at the, the same ring. time, there's like I look. I've had coaches before. I've seen coaches before that just they can they, they could yes they molested me no they, they <laughs> how many times have you seen coaches where they win the super bowl and the guy barely smiles you know or i've seen Are it before even when they hate each other they some celebrate do but, but, and go but, crazy no with each phil other. jackson was always very even but that's his style that's what is I'm to saying. be the zen master okay greg, greg is Jack- your husband the zen master greg, i think you're making greg, a broad greg jackson here. Is never really you never see him go too high or too low. I'm saying there are some coaches that like there are some coaches that go crazy, and then you see other coaches that are, like like I'm Dan Gable. That, you know, know, we're looking at a different chemistry here, husband wife chemistry, and like where's the where's the passion? You know what I mean? I've never even seen your wife ever. So I'm not married. Oh, your fiance? Well, she. I don't even know. If she. I tons don't know. of passion. I don't know if she exists. She well, exists. Yeah. One, of, one of the things that like <laughs> brings the whole thing into my mind is when the Ultimate Fighter finale, when it was just the strawweights, yeah. and they had that season, um, I had friends that were out in Vegas. I was getting ready to go, and they were graphing and meeting the girl fighters, and one of the fighters, I'm not going to name them, but one of the fighters... Can I just say, you've ha- ruined the word graphing. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, like, it used to be like a mathematical term, you know? You need not it for anymore. geometry and, and shit like that in equations. Now it just means stalker, okay? 
It just means it's a it's a fucking it makes it sound like you're doing something technical, but you're fucking stalking. You're asking All right, well, either but go way. ahead. Your stalking's very profitable. Now, either, now either, do you think UPS guys are the best graphers? No. Oh, okay. Either way, no. So what happened was there was one of the girls that was on the show, and her boyfriend, husband, whatever, got pissed off at people asked like bombarding his wife, girlfriend, whatever, and they talked to security and was like, I want all these people thrown out. This is bullshit. And he was like literally threatened by the fact that she was famous. He wasn't, and he was getting zero Who, attention. Holly Holmes? No, 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 no. It was one of the fighters on the Ultimate oh. Fighter Strawweights. Oh. Oh, well, then but it like, doesn't he, But he was like... He was intimidated and didn't want his girl to be bothered. Right, and like, that's not good. Yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, it's, right. it's so like listen, he got upset call. about it. Listen, and that's you guys, what I'm saying. That's what opens the door for Greg. We are on Tip a Fighter right now, guys. <laughs> if you guys are enjoying this podcast so far, Tip yeah, a Fighter. Yeah, remember to put some, some roast in this MMA fucking CB needs a better pen for graphing. Okay, so let's... <laughs> yes, tip, tip CB's graphing. Oh, man, you just got marked for death. Uh, he gave I me just the, saw it. He gave you the fucking, you're going to die. He, he gave me the look of I'm graph. I'm not in the best mood today, so uh, really? would be up? a good, good idea to fuck with me today. Why are, you in a bad, why are you in a bad mood, buddy? Okay, let me, he's showing me something just because this is an audio program, not a visual program. He's handing me something to look at right I'm, now. I'm just leaving it off the His air. His video game broke. <laughs> I'm seriously going <laughs> to. Oh, okay. All right, we're, we're calling Tony Ferguson right now. Tony Ferguson. Tony Orlando. I get it, man. So you're in it. Okay, but that's cool. Brother, listen, this stuff comes and goes. I like Tony. Tony Haxley, his, his ringtone. It's like 80s. Yeah, music. the ringback tone. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is that what that is? Girl. Yeah. I thought that was the uh, the fight pass. Give me that. another chance. <laughs> I'm graphing outside your window watching you dance. You know I'm past the window. You know I'm in the car in the backseat with the belt on the front. <laughs> he is like, you can smell his breath when he grabs. Oh, Tony didn't pick up. All right, we're calling him again. All right, hold on. I actually like hearing that, that like music, so we'll keep calling him. Leave this music on for the thing. No, Don Fry. Don Fry changed his number. Back. I was so pissed. I, he, I wonder why. <laughs> well, every time someone didn't call, we just called Don oh, Fry. So he changed. Him. Yeah, but his and his voicemail was like, "I can't pick up the phone. I'm out chasing my horse right now." <laughs> if I catch him, I'll give you a call back. I can't listen to his ringtone. I like this. I am the best grapher in the world. <laughs> All the boys and girls want to. Oh, come on. Hey, he saved you. You didn't have a rhyme. I know. <laughs> Let's call him one more time. He saved you from yourself. I know. We'll call Tony one more time. Leave this into the podcast, by the way. Yeah. This is funny. Wait, wait, you know see, mine doesn't say things, enjoy that. You know, you know what the thing is? You, ringback tones came out and were hot for a minute. And if you didn't set it back then, you never used them. Yeah. But if you did set it back then, you've been using the same one since 2003. Well, no, once a year you have to redo it. But this is like 80s. For like $2. And if you don't, it turns into classical music. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. Um. It's all this like... It's like old school Beethoven. So you should, you really should have bad, Jason yeah. music on yours, like. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tony Ferguson will not be on the show today. We tried calling him three times. He didn't pick up. You should be the theme from the original Halloween. That. Dun, 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 How fast was the freaking Jason? I feel like people. He always out outran people. Wouldn't know. I've never seen him. He, yeah, and he walked the whole time. 
Made no sense. Well, movie magic, like Michael Myers. Yeah, Michael Myers. That just, he was oh, that's what I'm talking about. Mike Myers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, who else is fighting on this card? Gilbert Melendez and Edson Barboza. Ooh, wow! They're giving they're giving uh, Melendez tough fights, man. Tough return fight because he's been out for a year due to. Testing positive. Yes. I thought the 209 didn't test positive and everybody else is on steroids. No, Shields tested positive. Isn't Shields test positive? Yeah, that too. Uh, and Barboza, <laughs> who did Barboza uh, fight last time? because they don't take tests. Barbo- oh my God, he just, uh, didn't he beat Pettis? I think yeah, he beat Pettis. I was there. He looked great against that's Pettis. That's right. He looked unbelievable. We all counted him out. We're like, Pettis is going to uh, win. And damn. Then fucking, that's right. I remember that fight. As much as I would like Gilbert to win this fight, I don't know. I don't Dude, Barboza's on a rise right now. He is yeah. on the come up. And that fucking, that Henzo Gracie, Frankie Edgar t- like combo team, they're just beating ass. Well, Frankie didn't win. <laughs> Well, Frankie didn't win, but That's there true. was the who was it the night before? Oh man, oh, Eddie can... Eddie Alvarez yeah. went over to that team oh, and fucking he? smoked Ardy. Yeah, he left the Black Zillions. I didn't know that. Can I tell you? Like, I was I was gonna post my my predictions for two hundred. Yes, and who I thought I was gonna win. And I was like, no, Greg, because it's always bites you in the ass. And I think I got one right. I had a four or five parlay. Forty dollars. I, I missed everybody. I had a four or five parlay. Forty bucks would have won me fourteen hundred. Uh... And I, I was like, stop at three, like Greg said. You, you are exactly who they bait with those I'm fucking like, things. I had, I, had, I had Juliana Pena winning. Right. I had Kelvin Gastelum winning. See, I had both I had, of those losing. I had Cain Velasquez. I had all the Latin people came through, right. you know. And then I had Frankie Edgar over Aldo. And then that was the yeah, one. Yeah, Frankie was, I also had too. Because I was like, don't bet against Frankie. He's hot right now. He's tough. He looks great. And then, of course, he lost. So uh, everybody, pretty much every, the only one. I even was, was thinking that Lesnar was going to lose. I had Mark Hunt in that one. You know? Oh, yeah. So, he, I mean, yeah. so across the board, I think Velasquez was the only one that I would have gotten By the way, right. we didn't talk about Lesnar getting popped for steroids. Yeah. It's not necessarily steroids yet. Well, it's what just is a banned it? substance. Supposedly, it's something in his inhaler, and I, Lauren Murphy actually was on Twitter about it and saying there is a form of uh, steroid in the inhaler. There's just a certain amount of dose you're allowed, so they're waiting for the samples to come back, and Brock's waiting to... To defend it. He, wait, Meanwhile, this guy yeah, is injecting asthma. inhaler directly into his ass. <laughs> wow. That was, he's eating that inhaler. That was, that was one of the things where I was like, you look at him, you're like, of course this guy's on steroids. That's, a, that's just, just you a jacked up white dude. What are yeah. you talking about? You kill him just like you kill Jaws. He swallows the inhaler and then you shoot him and it explodes. That's how you beat Brock Lesnar. That might be a good idea. <laughs> but even if Brock is off for two years and this gets better, he fights every five years anyway. That, does that even affect him at yeah, all? Yeah, it doesn't affect him at all. I mean, Listen, he was just taking the truckload of money to save UFC 200. Yeah, that's hear- all it was. It wasn't like he'd been yearning to come back to the UFC, or he would no, have come no, back to the UFC. that's not true. Brock is a competitor, man. And you know those two losses to Overeem? He didn't just lose to Overeem. He got embarrassed. He got kicked in the stomach and it tried to bad. run out of the cage. Yes, that's true. And then he against, bad. It was and weird. Then against it was Kane, he started breakdancing on his head. Okay? <laughs> so he did not want to lose like that. A guy like that's not a loser. He hates so that. Yeah, but he also wasn't eager to come back and take another beating. But he did though and, and from what I heard from very good sources I'm not revealing them but from very very good sources was that they offered him Fedor he said yes absolutely it was supposed to be Fedor versus Brock and then Fedor's people were just impossible to deal with they said hey what about Hunt and he said alright cool and then he, and then he was going to fight Hunt that's I what feel, I heard I feel like one of the things with Fedor was once he took that EFN fight I thought they I'm pretty sure almost everybody thought this is going to be a quick tune up fight for Fedor he's going to murder Maldonado and then what the fuck happened? 
Yeah. And then there was that whole appeal, and supposedly it's either no contest or a draw now. It got changed. Fedor didn't win. Like, the, the commission said, we're overturning it. And then the like the Russian Federation or whatever was like, nope, we don't agree, so uh, no contest or draw. But in terms of Brock, did you hear what Hunt said afterwards? Yeah, he wants all of his money. Yeah, he wants all the money or he's leaving the UFC. UFC will just let him go. <laughs> UFC you know will be what? like, fine, thank you. You know Again, what? That whole thing was, he just showed up to save the UFC 200 because they needed a big fat fucking name. And so did Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva showed up because they were like, Scott, please save me. I've been, you know? That was and so, so weird. And so they did. Well, I heard that with that, they were going, they were thinking about having Cormier versus, uh, was it a Musasi, Henderson, or Silva? Musasi, and that would have been a hard fight for. Uh, yeah, but that ain't selling fucking pay per views, exactly. man. Exactly. They need. That's what I'm saying. They backed up a shitload of money, so he doesn't care. Oh, I tested positive. Big fucking deal. You got your pay per views. It's not like they're gonna refund pay per view money. Like, oh, it was a lie, guys. Here's your fucking money back. Now, no, CB. but they do have to refund the tickets. If the main event changes in Vegas and in California, actually, no matter when, even though it was two days before. If you go to Ticketmaster or wherever you bought your tickets, they are required to issue you a refund if you want it. Yeah, beforehand. Yeah. Now, CB. Shit's uh, over now. He's saying now. Now, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. now, does Brock get affected by the WWE? I've been trying to read up on it. Tonight's the first ever SmackDown Live, so they're doing the draft. They're doing a brand split. Get your lotion ready or? All right, go on. <laughs> go on. Come on, man. Come on, go on. So I supposedly he was supposed to be there tonight if he gets drafted to one show or the other. I don't know if he's showing what up. What do you mean drafted? They're, they're splitting the brands. There's two shows a week. There's Raw and SmackDown. Before tonight, all SmackDowns were taped on Tuesday, shown on Thursday. Now they're doing it live. They're going to split the entire roster in half. One goes to one show, one goes to the other. They have two different world championships and whatever. Uh, and um, Confusing. It, it is mildly confusing. and It sounds like some derivatives trader got a hold of the WWE and was like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to parlay your group. We're going to we're gonna create two championships. God damn, this well, no, is, they've so, had it this before. is some financial bullshit. Uh, yeah, they've like, had it before, this? but it was saving them money. So you can be money. a Tuesday champ and not the Thursday champ? You mean it's Monday, Monday or Tuesday? Thursday. It depends on where he goes. I'll find out tonight. I don't know if he'll You're be... You're never a- coming to Tuesday nights. You stay on Monday nights where you belong. I own Tuesday nights. What if it airs like in Singapore where Monday's on Thursday? Like, like- <laughs> well, anyways, Brock, I don't know if he's showing up tonight, but he is confirmed for August 21st. At uh, SummerSlam against. Now, does Randy it matter Orton. if he takes steroids in WWE? Yes. Isn't everybody one of those? No, guys if, they, if they if they get popped, like they they don't do a lot of testing over there, but they are aware of what happened with this. But I think because of the circumstances, they're waiting to really see what happens to make a decision. But he's one of their biggest. Yeah. Money guys, right now, I doubt they put him and on beating the show. Mark. Listen, that's why they're not. They can't punish him for leaving to go and get a truckload of money out of the UFC either, because he's a money maker for them too. And I tell you what, as soon as that fight was over, Vince McMahon showed up his goddamn dressing room with a bag full of syringes and steroids and said, "Great, now we can get you back into WWE shape." <laughs> really? Well, Vince, Vince made a lot of money from that. There, of it was, course, it was he a partnership. Did. The kid was on loan from the fucking WWE. Don't think Dana the White kid. didn't have to just pay. Well, you know what I mean, yeah. Dana White didn't just have to pay for fucking Lester. He probably had to pay Vince McMahon to borrow No, it. he did. And, and Vince is going to get his um, his option to take a, a big-name UFC fighter to bring them over. They already offered it to Paige Van Zandt. Exactly, she turned it down. because he needed a big-name UFC. Now, 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 I, I now, I heard they're making a new kickboxer movie 
Uh, and they had Paige Van Zandt as one of the characters. Yeah, they got she dropped out. She dropped out, and Roy Nelson took her place. Now, <laughs> I swear to God, I think that's a perfect exchange. No, no. I mean, I mean, what what a role in the history in the history of movie making? Do we go? Uh, what type? Paige Van Zandt or Roy, Roy Nelson? Nelson. <laughs> like, oh my God! It was on TMZ. They go. They go. Uh, Paige Van Zandt replaced by big fat hairy fighter. Yeah, I, but like. Like that's hilarious. Like, what type of role? I, no kidding. Who, who's the? I want to know who the casting director is. <laughs> that is that. Is, they need to change the name of their casting director firm to like Big Balls McGee. <laughs> We're willing to suggest shit that isn't possible. <laughs> I hope it's the we same dialogue. Like, like, you're so beautiful and petite. And then Roy's like, thank you so yeah, much. Exactly. exactly. Like, oh, my, your body's so round. <laughs> we, couldn't, we, couldn't get, uh, we couldn't get Brad Pitt for our movie. Somebody call Vern Troyer. Yeah, seriously. No, someone call Greg Wilson. <laughs> Brad Pitt dropped out. Bring in Greg Wilson. Perfect. I mean, how do you replace Paige Vazette with Roy Nelson? All I can assume is the script hadn't been written. That's all I can say. He went right to set. Like, he's like on set right now. It was like a day later. Now, that is a love scene I will pay to see. Oh, man. And I with the blue background, just like Top Gun and shit. Only it's Roy Nelson's. Someone licking Roy Nelson's belly. Oh, yeah. And in the middle of it, he pulls a George Costanza and picks a burger out of the nightstand. It just starts starts chewing it. Fuck yeah, dude. If you're Pete Van Zandt and you're like, hey, they replaced you. With Roy Nelson, I mean, how good could you feel? Could you, really, I must be getting out of shape. Uh, this is ridiculous. Oh my god, he's got bigger boobs though. He does, right? It's true. It's true. He, they must have thought it was a different Roy Nelson. <laughs> They're like, like Roy Jones the- Jr. No, Roy Nelson. Fuck. Uh, Rachel Nelson. Rachel something? Nelson. They thought it was. They thought it was Ray Nelson. I was like, oh, who's Ray? They're looking up some other girl. They're like a name Ray. They're like, bring her in. Bring her in. They just like oh, Rebecca. She's in, she's in wardrobe, guys. Listen, they're having a little trouble. Getting her in the costume, but she'll be out here in a minute. And out goes Roy Nelson. They make a phone call. Drag. They're like, Rebe- no, his own hair, his own hair, but in female clothes. They, they called and they're like, we're gonna get Rebecca Romaine, and all of a sudden Roy Nelson shows up. Uh, fuck, that's so funny. I hope I hope she was like a stripper in the movie, and he has to play the stripper, like the, fucking do the love scene. They probably tried to Google Roy Nelson a bunch of times. They're like, did you mean <laughs> Are you yeah. Rachel from Friends? Yeah, speaking of hot Wait. chicks fighting this week. Uh, my Felice Herrig and Kylan Curran is fighting Kylan Curran, who is smoking hot. By the way, oh, look she's... at you! Look at the look on your face right now. You're who, Joe, By the way, we're talking about Joe. What, what you like, Felice? Felice, uh, yeah, she's I think body she's, she's pretty she's, hot. Uh, she's hot, and I, I like know her. Her personality, she happens to be a sweet. Uh, don't really? even throw personality. Have you, you, We're talking. We hung out with her in Vegas. Depends on what night. We hung out there in Vegas. I know. Listen, I think she's hot. Just hot for being hot. She's hot for being hot. Okay, Absolutely. you're saying you're throwing in the personality. Listen, uh, no, you say are, that. That's a, you know what I mean. That's the discounted like butter. Yeah, butter, but no, 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 no. You're right. She's, she's hot for hot sake. She's hot for hot sake. Yes. But there are girls that we both know <laughs> that are hot. And then we meet them, and we're like, "I no, this fucking her personality." Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, they they couple, have the uh, fucking personality of a leather boot. A couple comedians I know as yes. well. So, um, yeah. So Felice Herrig, but the other girl, Kaylin, other than her chest tattoo, which I'm not, I'm not a big fan of. I'm not either. Of t- Dude, chest tattoos hot. on women. Dude, you know how tattoos have been a big thing for a while now. You know, yeah. with, with okay, but now you have women like our age that have all these fucking tattoos, and I got to tell you, not a good look. 
Not a good look to be 40 with a shit ton of 20-something tattoos. Well, it's definitely something along the lines of, like, the girls don't have as much longevity with them. Like, the guys can they wear them until they're exactly, 70. Exactly, because you always girls, want to look like a badass. Yeah, girls, you know when you're, like, like you said, like, 45, you look at them, you're like, the fuck were you thinking getting there? Exactly. You're like, Jesus, how many dicks have you been through? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just not a good, you know what I mean? But I will say, Kylan was in the last Invicta yeah. that, that we were at, and she was all dressed up, high heels, tight dress. I was just like, God damn. And, and her, her mom, mom was with her. Her mom follows me on Instagram. Her mom's hot, too. Her mom's pretty cute. They're Hawaiian. Yeah. Hawaiian chicks don't right, age. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Hawaiian chicks like age Raquel really Paul well. Really yeah. fuck. Unless they... You, know, <laughs> you said a Hawaiian. Hawaiian chicks, uh, they age very well. So uh, Felice needs to win this fight. I think Felice loses this fight. She needs to win. She got she got beat up by Paige. Uh, her Ultimate she Fighter showing wasn't great. She hasn't fought. She didn't. She she didn't get win on American Gladiator Ninja Warrior. Although she has a movie coming out. But I do think she needs this fight to get back her name back. When in you that. say movie, do you mean like on a website? No, no, no. She, she did some kind oh, of okay. movie. <laughs> the same guy who did Fight Valley with Misha Tate. Oh, okay. Holly Holmes. So he's just Cyborg. doing. Right. He's, he's just doing female he's chick. No budge female chick fight. That's not stupid. She's one and two. That's a in smart the UFC. business movie. She's one and two in the UFC. She needs this win, and I think she could be. Ky- Kylan's tough though. They're, they're both. They're both. It's a good. It should be a good fight because Kylan is one of these girls who she was killing Astro Girl. And then got caught in the last minute. She seems to. She was beating Paige, lost in the third. She gets caught late. Uh, she gets caught late, and Felice gets caught early. So it's, it should be an interesting fight uh, because, like, she lost to um, Randa Marcos real early. So it seems like really, this is probably more. It could go either way. Either way, yeah. This isn't one of those ones where too. you're like they, you know. It should be a definite one way or the other. It could go either way. I think they're both one and two in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. So it could definitely need a win. But they both need this win to continue to be in the UFC. Which way? If we could just backtrack uh, uh, one second, Um, your boy, what's his name that didn't make weight? Uh, Hendricks. Hendricks. Do you think? Because to me. I was watching it, and in my mind, and I like Hendricks. We hung out with him in Vegas. Super nice guy. I love the guy. He's from Oklahoma. I grew up in Texas. You know what I mean? I love that whole vibe. Uh, but when I I was watching him, I was like, that's it for him in the UFC, in my opinion. No. I, he, I, it seemed has, like I can't see that, them giving him another big fight on a big card. He has that one Maybe on punch. Maybe like a, on a Fox Sports he has one that, card. He, but, he has that one punch power that could easily. But isn't that like his third loss in a row? Yes. But to Robbie Lawler... Uh, Wonder Boy, uh, and now right, Kelvin Gaslam. Kelvin, how are you, man? Oh, right on. Hey, what's going on, Adam? Hey, you're all on the, good, brother. I'm here. How are you, man? Congra- here in Arizona. Congratulations on your uh, your huge win, man, over Johnny yeah, Hendricks. That's right. You beat a former hey. UFC champion. Uh, that's huge, man. I mean, and you look great doing it. Totally. Uh, you dominated it. I mean, it was 30-27 on all cards. No, no, two cards. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, no. it was awesome. Two out of three. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, man. How did you feel about it? Uh, yeah, thank you so much, man. Uh, shoot, I've, I've honestly never felt so much better going into a fight. I've never felt so uh, comfortable and so relaxed and so confident in my abilities, you know. And um, I think it's short in the fight. I don't know. Now, Absolutely. Now, now, that night, I called you, and I was going to Juliana Pena's after party, and I called you, and I'm like, hey, Kelvin, you want to get some food? I'm, I'm like with my fiancé, and you're like, I'm in my room taking a nap. Yeah. It, it, was about ni- <laughs> it was about 9 o'clock at night, and you just won the biggest fight of your life. Uh, do you even know yeah. what, what, what kind of after party was that? 
<laughs> Man, I, I was hurting. I took a, I took an ibuprofen. I took a little muscle relaxer and ordered a pizza and went to bed, man. Good for I was you. Hurting a that little sounds bit. great. <laughs> a muscle relaxer, pizza. Well, I got a pizza and just out. That's that's living right there. Now did, that's living, man. <laughs> now you took some big punches by Johnny. Did he ever hurt you? No, man. Um, you know, I I train with with a lot of monsters at King, so. I knew coming into the fight there wasn't anything he was going to threaten me with that I haven't seen, you know, or, or ain't prepared for. So, um, man, he didn't hurt me at all. You, I was good the whole fight. I mean, you look, I mean, now you got to think, like, Kelvin, growing up, I mean, what, you're how old are you now, 27, 26? 24. 24. So, okay, you're 26. <laughs> yes. Now, you're 24 years old. So when you were in college or even high school, you're watching Johnny Hendricks win two national champions at OSU, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, was that kind of surreal that you're fighting him and winning him and beating him? You know what? It's crazy because, um, well, I helped him train for his first fight against Robbie Lawler, and that's where he was making those comments where we sparred and he beat me. Um, so I, I got to get real familiar with him, and deep down, deep down inside of me, I kind of always knew we were going to face each other later on down the road. I don't know why, I just had that feeling. And sure enough, you know, two years after I trained with him, you know, I, I just I railed him. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Now, 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 how are the chicks, any any girls in Vegas? Are they coming up to you? Were they, were they uh, grabbing your package? Anything happen? Uh, oh, man, I had a great time in Vegas. So I stayed um, another two nights in Vegas, and, and yes, I, I, you know, I'm going to keep it PG, you know. No, you don't a lot to. Of stuff you, can, you can go X. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, okay, so now where did you meet these girls? What's that? Were you on Tinder? I was not on Tinder. I was not on Tinder, man. I, I went to Hawkinson, and, man, I felt like I was king of the world. Everybody was happy yeah. to see me. Happy, you know, passing drinks. Oh, that's awesome. It was a good time. Well, good, man. I mean, you deserve it. I mean, you really deserve it. Yeah, I mean, you work really, really hard. I, I know you actually changed thank your you, camps for you, this one. Um, now, uh, everyone says, a lot of people say, though, like, in, like, the gym, that, like, you're, you are a game fighter. Like, in the gym, you work hard. Yeah. But when, it, but when, like, the spotlights are on you, you're a different beast. Now... How, yeah. What advice would you be to give to somebody who wants that to happen to them? Because a lot of people, I was actually, I was watching a fight with Jay Haran and Ryan Couture and, and Ray Seffo. And, and we, were, we, were, we were watching your fight and they were all like, yo, this kid's good. This kid's good. I remember this kid, he beat Uriah Hall. Like they all like knew some yeah. of your fights. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I, I, I hear that in the gym, he's like, he's, he's okay. But in fight time, he, he turns it on. <laughs> And they're like, man, that's a lot better than being fucking great in the gym and and yeah. fight time. So, wh how do you what, what what advice would you be, give to somebody who wants to have that kind of quality? Yeah, well, it's it's more of a it's more of a mental thing that I've acquired. Um, you know, I think wrestling really helped me um, gain that skill where I'm able to just flip the switch on game night. You know, and on game night, I am. I am different, man. It's a different mentality. It's a different, you know, my body language changes. My attitude changes. I just kind of become a different kind of dude um, where I want to hurt somebody. 
and it's crazy. It's weird. I don't even I don't even like to hurt a fly, but on game day, that that's just my mentality, you know. And and that's one of the things I think gives me an advantage. I'm able to flip the switch on game day, and a lot of fighters have trouble doing that. I think. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they get can... nervous. They don't know how to control the, the 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 nerves. They don't know how to channel that energy or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I do. I've been real fortunate to be able to have that skill because I believe it is a skill <clears throat> that that I've acquired because of the sport of wrestling. I'm able to flip the switch right then and there and just become a whole different person. Well, I'm, I I I I love it, and uh, it's you know it shows, man. Even the two fights that you've lost. Neil Magny, you would have won that fight. It would have won 10 more seconds. Uh, you fight against yeah. Tyron Woodley. You came in 37 pounds overweight. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I still think that, uh, that people, that you, that you won that fight. It was a very, very close fight. I mean, you could easily be undefeated yeah. in the UFC. Yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, it, it's just shit that happens. And I've learned from it, I believe. And, you know, I, I'm trying to stay consistent in, in what I do and my performances. So it's all been a learning process, all this nutrition stuff, making weight, being an athlete. It's just still a learning process for me. I'm still very young. So um, I'm only getting better. I'm only getting more smarter. I'm only getting better looking. So <laughs> I'm living a good life. Now Johnny has to give you 20% of his purse. <laughs> okay, are you going are, are to take it? What's that? Now Johnny's giving you 20% of his money. Are you taking it? You know, a lot of people have been telling me about that, but, like, Tom Willie didn't even, you know, he didn't really give me, actually, all my purse back. So you're going to take some of it. He was, he was, he was claiming, he was claiming he gave me 20% of my stuff back, which is, he didn't even give me half of half. So I don't know why he's claiming he gave me 20%. Mm. So, all right, well, if you want to give it to me. Uh, we are now on, we're now on Tip of Fighter. We will, That's right. We will gladly take it. So this week, Holly Holm is fighting Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Holly Holm. She's been, in, she's been in the bigger fights, has the better experience, was the champ, and I think she's going to be able to do it. Uh, Essen Barboza versus Gilbert sure. Melendez. That's a good one. I think uh, Gilbert takes it. I hope he takes it. I like that guy. Um, I think with his pr- forward pressure and his ability to be able to take uh, a little bit of damage is 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 gonna is gonna make the the difference in that fight because because Barboza is game every single fight. Uh, Felice Herrig, Kaylin Curran. Felice and Kaylin. Kaylin trains over with us at, over at Kings, so I'm I'm gonna have to side with her on that one. She's pretty although cute, I right? really really although I really like Felice. Who who would you rather, a lot who would you rather go out with? <laughs> I'm sorry? Who would you rather date? Who would I rather date? I'd rather date Felice. Why is that? Hey. Um, she's just um, <laughs> very, very fun to look at. <laughs> okay. She's just very fun. <laughs> very, I like it. Very fun. Right, I like that. Uh, Darren Elkins <laughs> versus uh, Godofredo Pepe. Uh man, I'm gonna go with Darren Elkins. He's he's always been one of the top bantamweights. So yeah, yeah, he fucked up my parlay last time too. Uh, <laughs> you fucking parlay. Go to three, you jackass. Uh, Frankie Sands versus Eddie Wineland. Ooh, 
Um, you know what? Eddie Wineland has been kind of falling falling off the rankings, and um, Frankie Signs is kind of kind of uh, trying to climb the the ranks. You know, so I'm going to have to go with Frankie Signs. He's 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 a tough Arizona guy. Yeah, Kamaro Usman versus Alexander Yakovlev. Oh man, I don't even know who those guys are. <laughs> uh, Usman won the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he's a tough guy, good wrestler. Oh, Us- Usmar, Usmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know Usmar. Of course, I know Usmar. Yeah, I might have to go with Usmar. He's he's the he's a badass wrestler. So he's yeah, he's I like good. him too. Alex Oliveira versus James Musari. Which one? Uh, Alex Oliveira against James Mutsari. Doesn't he train with you guys, James? Damn. I know Alex Oliveira, but I, I, I don't know the other guy. James, he trains over at... Uh, he's at Black House. Oh, he's, he's at Black House. Teams. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. The, and then, uh, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know, I know that. I know that guy. James, Mun- James Mutsari. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one because... James is moving up from lightweight to welterweight, and then um, he's going up against Cowboy, right? They call him Cowboy. Yeah. 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 Well, you really know your shit. Uh, Hector Urbina versus George Sullivan. Hector Urbina versus who again? George Sullivan. George Sullivan. I don't know. But Hector's always game, and he's a tough fighter, so I'm going to have to go with him. Plus, he's Mexican. So we got to go for the Mexican, right? Orale! Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now, Kelvin, there's a guy here that wants to fight you. Uh, he just showed up. Conor McGregor, what do you think about Kelvin Gastel? I think he's a fine fighter. Oh. He did a nice job against Johnny Hendricks, who was looked as if he had AIDS. <laughs> so if you're judging <laughs> Kelvin versus AIDS patients, he's an amazing fighter. Uh, Kelvin, would you like to respond to Conor McGregor? Um, shit, let's do it. Let's get paid. Let's get paid. Now, <laughs> of course it'll be red panty night for you. Now, who would win, you think, Kelvin or you? Are you kidding me? I would beat him with my <laughs> shadow. Your shadow could beat him. That's right. I wouldn't even get into the ring. I would stand outside and let my shadow whoop his ass. Uh, Kelvin? Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, would like to respond uh, to this. man. And he's a little midget, man, with a big mouth. <laughs> he says you're a midget with a big mouth. Yeah, well, don't worry. This midget is going to be the right on the right side of the Trump wall. So you <laughs> won't even be able to get to me. Well, you're going to ban Kelvin from fighting in the U.S.? That's right. He can't get over the wall. What, Kelvin, you hear that? He can't hang with me. He, he said you can't hang with him. Are you kidding me? I'll drink you under the table. Wow. Hey, man, I don't know if you guys saw my last fight, but there ain't no cup in there. It ain't no sock in my cup. He doesn't even wear a cup. That's how big his cock is. Is that right? Is that your penis? Well, as it turns out, you can't fight with your penis. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Conor McGregor versus... Uh, you're, you're on fire today, Conor McGregor. You're on fire, man. I don't know. I think Kelvin's too big yeah. for you. I think if he goes to 170, I mean, you couldn't beat Nate Diaz. How are you going to beat Kelvin? Listen, Nate Diaz caught me off guard. Apparently, the lad is a cyborg. All right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. (laughs) He can't be destroyed. (laughs) He can't be destroyed. Now, but you're... you're... He's a Terminator. Kelvin, who do you like in the rematch, Nate Diaz or Connor? I got Diaz. Wow. How? I got Diaz, man. Stockton, what's up? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. 
We're going to build a separate wall around Stockton. A wall around Stockton. <laughs> wow, two walls. Well, listen, Calvin, uh, enjoy your win. Don't get too big, all right? Let, let's, let's, okay, because might, they might call you up for a short notice fight or something. Stay in the gym. All right, man. Thank you so much for having me on your show, bro. I love you, brother. Take you care. You rule. Great win. Love you too, brother. Hey. Thank you. Take care. That was Kelvin Gaslam. Right, Thank you. That was Kelvin. What a nice guy. You man. know, one of these days you're going to learn how to hang up that the, the, the Skype line. Listen. It's always. It's like, all right, that was a great interview. All right, we'll see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking never know how to hang up a fucking Skype call. Well, listen. Uh, if you want, I will take a tutorial on Tip a Fighter. Uh, you can yes. tip us. Tip us to get him a Skype tutorial. Yes, tip a right. Exactly. Any MMA news today, CB? Tell us. Bellator just cut seven people. Oh, wow. Hopefully they cut uh, Scott Coker. Listen, uh, <laughs> I, that was How a MVP. All right, hold on. Now, I wanted to watch Bellator last week, right? I was excited. MVP was fighting. Yeah. This one was fighting. That one was fighting. I'm like, okay, great. It's got Matt Mitrione. Bellator on their own feed. I'm like, look, I understand you shouldn't be on social media as far as like Twitter, Instagram for spoilers, right? But they spoiled it themselves. They they were doing a fight from England. Yeah, they weren't airing it live. Broadcast later. Broadcast twelve hours later, and on the Bellator feed, they posted. They posted not only the results. But the highlights. So you watch MVP knock out Cyborg. Oh, my you, God. You saw who won. Look, I understand if, like, you go on an MMA news site, a news junket, you get the results. But they, they, you got to get your shit together. First of all, the delays. The, the, that, that fight, should you should have timed it out that it would air live on Saturday night. Right, so you do it, what, the next day in the afternoon or something? So, or the, or yeah, that night or the morning, whatever it is. The UFC does it, air it live, or they have Fight Pass. Make, make it on their, available on their website. You can yeah, watch it live, watch on, your, live on, the on the website. Uh, as far as the feeds, the LA feed, that New York feed, that sucks because you got it three hours ahead. And people running the account do not release, don't show us who won. I, I'm not, I did not go back and watch it. I'm not going to go back and watch a fight where I've already seen the highlights. You know what was funny was there was another flying knee, well, not a flying knee, but another knee-to-the-face knockout in 15 seconds, way earlier in the thing. But the flying knee, which came much later in the fight, you know, was obviously the big, fat highlight. But I forgot who it was. Do you remember who it was? But it It was was 15. It was one of the early fights. Yeah, but it was MVP. MVP is like their guy. No, totally. But I mean, he... 15 seconds. Need him in the face once, got him down. Need him again, and the guy was out. It was pretty unbelievable. But that guy got no know. press because of the flying knee, which was impressive. Have you seen the, the x-ray of the impact yeah. on the guy's fucking head? He may never fight again. I, listen, he may not. That, that mean, looked brutal. Brutal. And, but Bellator, look, you, got, you have a good product. You have good fighters. You have and they stepped up stars, to pay for all of Cyborg's <laughs> Which is nice, but just don't fucking air the yeah, results. Yeah, that's going to be. But don't, put the, but don't put the results on your website or on Twitter uh, before yeah. the fight airs on the U.S. I mean, it's, I don't want to have to go watch a stream. Okay, I, I don't want to illegally watch a stream. I don't want to do that. You got all these pop-up ads. It's a fucking pain in the ass in your computer. I don't want to do that. I, I want to wait and find out who won when the thing airs. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I don't think that's too much to ask for, Bellator. Uh, what else? What other news we got? 
I mean, well, is it fucked up, that whole Pokeball thing that fucking MVP did? I thought it was cool. I mean, listen, he knocked the guy the fuck out. He did a little fun thing. I think it was funny, but it's like, dude. He didn't know how bad the injury was. No, I didn't mean because of what he did to Cyborg. I just mean, like, this whole Pokemon fucking crazy. I don't understand Pokemon Go. I I have a job. Uh, I have to work. I I, I agree with you, but... Yeah, I think it's accomplished a very important social goal, which is getting kids out of the fucking house. These kids are sitting in there playing video games for hours, and everyone's like, play 60, just get them out. And this game, this stupid game, has gotten them up How did they do the it? House. So they went around the, the, the country placing little devices in areas? No, no, no. It's, no, just no, it's, just a, it's a digital avatar. It just isn't a location. It gives you, you see it on your phone. I guess. I don't play it. I don't know. This is I, what I, I don't play, but I know how it works. How does it work? You Basically, you turn on location on your phone, and like yeah. if you were taking Miles for a walk, you'd turn on the game, and like you would see randomly like a Pokemon somewhere, and then you would take your little Pokeball, swipe up, and try to catch it. And then you find like somewhere but not a, a real land- ball. But you go no, no, no. Where it is. But you got to do it on your phone. And then there's a like different landmarks depending on where you're at. Yeah, it's usually or GPS. a gym, and you could put yours up against somebody else's at the gym and like test your your metal in terms of which one you have and who's better. Right? Apparently, the more of them you find, you get those powers, and it makes you strong. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's like three hundred of them. Like I don't know. This I, I, it's I, honestly, why, why, I was, but why do I hear people are running into dead bodies? And like yeah, people fell off a cliff. Two people fell just, off a they're cliff. They're just placing them somewhere on a GPS map. They're not. There's no consideration <laughs> as to what what might be. It might be a dark alley or the edge of a cliff. They're not putting any consideration in that. It's just a random like appearance. I mean, if, if you fall there's off car a cliff, crashes and shit. People car crashes. Yeah, I mean, people are doing it while driving. They're like, 10, oh shit. People mobbed a spot in in Central Park because some rare fucking Pokemon, uh, you know, showed up there. They, although by the same token, there was two. I mean, are like did you see the Marines down? No. Yes. These two Marines yes. down in San Diego were trying to chase down a Pokemon. They wind up in a park when this guy is trying to molest these kids. Oh, wow. And they fucking chase the guy down and, and fucking catch him and get him arrested. So wow. they caught the guy, but not the Pokemon? Not the Pokemon, but they caught the dude, which I think in this case, in this rare occasion might be more important. It'd be terrible if then they molested the kid instead. Oh, yeah, I, I, that I, was I, the part of the story they didn't tell. <laughs> and that's the rest of the story. <laughs> this whole, I don't know. This whole that's thing. our kid. Get this, off this, of this, this thing is like, it's weird. I, I, I'm still into kids playing sports. I, I think that'd be better. Uh, absolutely. But at least this is getting them up and moving out of the house, which right. that is a very positive thing that no one else has been able to get them to do. Plus business. Businesses now are taking advantage of it. Like, there's a car dealership that's posting, sh- uh, like, on Facebook and different social media and stuff, saying, we have rare Pokemon at our dealership. Do they? Come on in. I don't know, but they're getting the people in the door and then trying to sell them a car. But do you really think people playing Pokemon are going to buy a car? Well, but they think, just <laughs> get them in the door yeah, and we'll fucking finagle them into it. Adults are playing this? Yeah, Dude, everybody's fucking playing I'm this. I'm not thing. playing this. Okay? I'm, not I'm saying, like, of all ages, like... It, it's, it's like the biggest thing Let There's me, like 10,000 people That follow each other Like a walking dead Fucking episode Because there's a stupid Pikachu in the middle Of the fucking woods Somewhere Let me tell you something I'll tell you when I will play Pokemon Go When, you at least when the, the internet Runs out of porn <laughs> I will play Pokemon Pokemon Go Pokemon would be great If like It led to like Some chick that was like Spread eagle That you could just bang It might I'm yeah. sure it has <laughs> Like if there was a, If there was like A pornymon We're like there like, you go. Like, Start so, your own app. Uh, that would be a good Start app. Like you go app. and then you it's, find some chick that will give you a yeah. lap dance for free or something. Or yeah, like, it's Pokey Gal. But like Poke Job, <laughs> <laughs> Poke Gal. That Poke-gal. would be cool. Instead of Pokemon, it's Poke Gal. Yeah, that would be and great. You're right. It's just hot bitches, and you're 
and you find them, and yeah, it, yeah it's actually a hooker app. A hooker app would be great, and, right? And you show up, and, and you, you get, get a, a discount. discount. Did, you, did you know Pokemon Go has? <laughs> Let's do that it. was probably the Jewiest moment in the history. And you get a discount. Yeah, we're gonna go into business. Me there's, and Greg there's, Wilson. There's, there's two Pokegal. It's happening. There's two crazy stats though. There's been more downloads of Pokemon Go than there has of Tinder. By you? Yeah. No. Oh. And there was one day. But because Tinder, the, everybody already has. So yeah, but no, but I'm talking about even like opening the app is what they're talking about, the statistics. <laughs> but here's a better one. There was one day where Pokemon Go was used and opened more than people were watching porn in the wow. United States. Yes, that's true. And its downloads are bigger than any other app in like the last 15 years. That's awesome. I'm really happy. In terms that, of how many, in two weeks. This is why Trump's getting elected. Weeks. Right? You're all playing Pokemon Go. You're exactly right. Bread and circuses. That's how you keep the people distracted. Don't we vote in like three months? You give us entertainment, and we're like, fine, go ahead, ruin the government. We don't give a fuck. As long as we have Pokemon Go and internet porn and fucking streaming HBO Go, we just don't care. Yeah. We're too happy. And fast food. We got fast food. We got fucking... We don't care. If you would have said, like, ten years ago that, like, all right, so Donald Trump's going to be president, or going to run president. Scott Bayo and Antonio Sabato Jr. are going to speak at the, and, at the and, 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 and Dana White are going to be day one and two, and everyone's going to be fucking chasing these invisible things that you throw at each other on your no, phone. Pokemon that came outside. out in the fucking like, late 90s, yeah, early 2000s. People have been like, you're, out of, you're on acid, yeah. or, or you're, you're, this weed is really good. Listen, you know, that's just goes to show you, you never know what's coming next, man. I don't know. I just, I just feel like... The, I don't know. Hopefully, my kids, my kid, one day, if I have a kid, is on a wrestling mat or jujitsu or in a boxing ring or playing a sport or they are going to be the fattest cheerleading. Or, fucking, <laughs> I'm going to have you. Nothing game. You. Totally. <laughs> You're going to have me plus ten plus ten more. They're like no he's way, gonna, no he's way. They're going to be so lazy. You're going to be like, come on, let's wrestle. He's like, Dad, wrestling's for fans. It's so funny. Chael Sonnen was saying that. Like, uh, I was like, hey, do, I did his podcast. I'm like, do you wrestle with your kid? He goes, well, sort of. I go, let's wrestle, and then the Kid runs away. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He goes, that's ah! What that's what you're going to get. You're going to get the same. That's what happens. It never, you know, goes the way you want it to go. I don't know. So Tough guys get gay babies. I mean, it's just the way it is. So what about uh, John? Life's funny. What about John Jones and estrogen blockers? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Look, I, I remember back in the day when, like, steroids were, like, a needle... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you shoot, and you shoot a needle in your yeah. ass. I don't know. I really don't know. It just seems like every day it's a new steroid. It's, it's an inhaler. It's right. a it's, it's an a, estrogen blocker that yeah. that, that you, when you're it's trying a to cream, cycle you off rub on your thigh. I don't know what all this stuff is. I it just which seems, I'm never fooling for that again. <laughs> the cream on your yeah, thighs? the cream on the thighs. I, I bought that once. So I never. My my girlfriend was <laughs> like, "You want to do a frozen." Uh, Lipo, frozen lipo. They freeze. Yeah, they it. freeze like, the fat. It's yeah. like no. I'll just I'll do sit ups. I don't. No, I don't you won't. Okay, fine, but I won't do frozen lipo. Right, exactly. And I do. I have. A, I have a trainer. Yesterday came in. We did an hour of abs, and then I teach her comedy for an hour. We have a little agreement. Well, this is definitely gonna go on long term. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's very respectful. I'm very respectful. Uh, yeah. Well, nothing like that. I'm just saying, you know. How much do you have to teach? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I got to tell you what. She, <laughs> First of you're going to run out of comedy lessons way before you get a six-pack ass. Bullshit. No, true. fuck. Oh, whatever, dude. When was have you had a six-pack? He's going to be like... <laughs> He's got one. He's in his car. Exactly. Yeah, I was but, drinking it on the way up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, your fat has fat. Listen... <laughs> Listen, all right, what this are we talking This is going to be one of those things where people meet me and be like, I thought you were so much fatter. Oh, that was so that funny. That was so great. I'm was saying great. it now. I think I know where Bubba's fight's going to be. 
Tell oh, us. okay, yeah. Let's I think it's going to be the Anaheim card. Oh, actually, yeah. I think it's was- Ben Henderson and Patricio Pitbull, Ooh. and they've already signed AJ McKee. So I think if they go to this, they're in the same camp. What day? He's local. It's uh, August. August 26th. Oh, we could go to that one. Yeah, well, yeah we, we, awesome. we could, we could it's do a, a It's a lot easier to get to than Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we could do a live show beforehand or something. We could, a absolutely. A live podcast. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I'm by hoping the, he gets on that card. By the way, people, if you're going to be in UFC 202, I am headlining the Stratosphere that whole week. Okay? I will get you comps. Hit me up if you're in Vegas at the L.A. Comedy Club for UFC Which 202. Which brings up an interesting thing. I thought you were going to go to UFC 200 and watch the whole card. And then you posted like, no, I'm at the Stratosphere for two shows. I thought you were going to not do those two shows. I wasn't going to, but tickets were – I couldn't get tickets. I got tickets the day before and the day before that, free right. tickets. My, that, those are my, 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 my hookups, Thursday and Friday. And then it was like, okay, do I spend $600 on tickets or do I make – X amount of money on shows, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make money on shows. I'm not, I don't have to go. I like, so I like watched a half, half of it, and then I went to do the show. I'm, I'm a comedian. A little the, too Jewish. No, fuck that. I'm a little comedian. too. I was on stage. Jewish. I was on stage, killing the crowd, going, "This is what I. This was, this was the right decision." Until so, my my commercial for "You've Got a Fight" or uh, for looking for a fight aired, and everyone's like, "Dude, you're on the end of UFC 200." Right, right. And I'm like, I fucking missed that motherfucker. And how often am I in those fucking commercials beating myself up? They uh, probably showed it on the big screen. Oh yeah, everyone's cheering right. for me. See, you shouldn't have Jewed yourself out of it. You should have uh, just sucked on. it up. Have you watched paid the, the money and gone yeah. and enjoyed it and and, and no, fucking seen I made yourself? The, I made the. I'm not gonna pay. I'm not gonna pay. Uh, you probably would have shot huge, a load in your pay. A huge amount of money to, to watch. No, I, it was just I'm, I'm like principle. I'm like I'm not paying eight hundred dollars for tickets. I'm not going by myself. I bring someone else. It was just a whole thing. And it, anyway. Uh, okay, and then, so and I then, thought you weren't going to do Saturday night, and then I saw that you were, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm doing so Saturday. Anyway, it. so like I was saying, UFC 202 in Vegas, Stratosphere. I'm there Monday through uh, Sunday. Thursday night, we're doing another live podcast, a swap cast with me, uh, Frank Meir, uh, Richard Hunter, and I believe there's a special guest. So it's calm a great down. club, and it's nice that they're 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 taking they're they're doing this. It's smart for them yeah. to have you do it with them. It's bringing over some great people to their room. I think it's great, man. That's and, fantastic. And also, and I love that club. This Friday that. night, I'm headlining at uh, Chukanchi Casino in Fresno. I, I believe it was uh, Chickchancy. Chickchancy Casino in Fresno. Yeah. You done it? Mm-hmm. How is it? Uh, I did it years ago, so I doubt it's the same promoter, same show. I have no idea. Andre? Huh? Andre? No, it was okay. somebody different. The Chickchancy Casino in Fresno. I you got the marquee at the HaHa tomorrow night. Uh, and tomorrow night I'm at the HaHa. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's a good week. Um, so Chickchancy Casino, Fresno. It's a free show. Uh, Eight and ten o'clock. So, he was graphing you. That's how he knows you're on the marquee at no, the HaHa. All over fucking Twitter. That's right. Right. Actually, he he, he actually actually put it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he photoshopped the it. The HaHa doesn't show. know yet. He they was up there. <laughs> and, and I like they, the guy who tweeted you said. Uh, you're, you're co-hosting the headliner. Oh, I know. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny. It was kind of funny. It wasn't the best joke. Anyway, it. Why, it said headliner, it headliner Adam Hunter. He goes, oh, is headliner opening for you? I was like, oh. it was a comic that wrote that. I'm like, mm. eh. <laughs> don't it, open it was sort of a, 
little, sort of a like a little. Do you get do you enjoy your deflected spotlight, sir? Yeah, exactly. I, I hate it when comics do that. Like, oh hey, I'm gonna be on that show too. Like, all right, go promote it on your fucking page. Oh, don't try and get in on my shit. I, I hate when like you put something up and then they text you or hit you up. Who books that? I'm like, I know uh, the booker. Dude, I, 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 I got the, that from a booker of another spot. Really? And I, but it was someone that I'm like, well, I don't really because I know that the, the person who was asking about it is someone who likes their information given out at all. Yeah. So I didn't know what to respond. I didn't know what to say. You know, I didn't want to be a dick, but I also, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I just write back the booker. <laughs> who books that? The booker. The booker. Yeah. Book, just okay. put Booker T. Booker T. Booker T. <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? All right. So uh, anyway, I'm happy you're laughing. Hey, did I tell you I saw CB's stand-up debut? You did. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you thought we were going to talk about it? We're gonna this like... was actually a big mess, but go on. Yeah, you were out of town. You were actually in Vegas doing your run for the 200. And yeah. so he used that opportunity to graph his way onto the show. All right. Um, and it was... Uh, well, okay. Obviously, the art form is called stand-up comedy. Right. Well, he achieved standing up. Uh, there wasn't a lot of comedy. There was. It was more stand-up braggadocio. He, uh, he he got up there and told everybody he was rich. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he mentioned owning a tattoo shop. There were no jokes. Uh, we just got a little little standing bio. On, <laughs> did he, did he on, ask everyone in the crowd for their autograph? And then, and then he said he was going to graph them after the show. <laughs> but it, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. I will give him credit for this, in that he did stay up there. He yeah. didn't panic. He actually did get out a couple of jokes. I'm just busting your balls. He got out a couple yeah. of good jokes. I was yes. hoping you gave like the not the I'm gonna fuck with you and then just end it. I, I was hoping you were gonna give me some. Yes, form you of actually like... did actually get in a couple of jokes. Some nice pity laughs. Some nice. You know, you know, you know when someone goes without getting a laugh for so long when they say anything resembling a punchline, the audience like, oh, okay, all right, that's a... so we got two of those. And then, and but then, you know what? He said something very stupid when he came off. He was like, oh, thank you, fuck, that was hard as shit. Really? And yes, that was the first thing he said to. When he came off stage, was fuck that was hard as shit, and he was panicking and sweating and shit, and so that so I appreciated his candor in that moment. Yes, yes, it is hard as shit. It is. And for anybody that's listening to this, I have a video to prove that most of that is bullshit, <laughs> or to prove that I'm a thousand percent right. So, uh, will you post the video? Yeah, post the video. I will. <laughs> your ass is in a corner August, now you have to. the the recorder missed the first like 20 seconds but <laughs> oh, which was when he had all the big laughs they were applauding and shit they were going wild and then it just shut down so. well listen that whole thing happened I, I was like I was actually having a terrible night my girlfriend was in the hospital uh, I was yeah, just right. like I got off stage it was the one set that was like out of the 10 sets that week the one you know there's always that one the one you know. that's not as great as the rest and yeah. I get off and, and it's and, usually and, when and the hotel the guy that runs the hotel decides to show up. That's yeah. also in that. No, Terry the haha. I feel like I bombed at two clubs. <laughs> so then, so then, and then I got Oh, Terry was there yeah, for that yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, from this age, I go, Terry, why couldn't you come last night? That's yeah. what I was, was one of my jokes. Right. And that kind of laughed. So, so then, then I get off stage and I see CB on the dime bar doing comedy. I'm like, uh, I'm like this could not have. This is the last thing I wanted to see right now. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I, I the way it was done was a little shady. Uh, but we, we we worked it out though. We, we and CB we had a we had a, we had a big talk about it. Everything's cool. That's what friends do. They're, they're together through highs. And <laughs> Listen, I'm the comedian. You're the stalker. <laughs> I was like, I run the fucking room. I open this room. I want to know who's going on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that's, not, that's that's not too much to ask for. That's not. No, you're right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to sell that like, oh, Damon Wayans Jr. is 
coming and this one's coming and that one's going. And right. then, uh, no offense, but CB Gold's stand-up debut wasn't exactly uh, on the, <laughs> But at the same time, I, it takes balls to get up there. Yeah, it does. That's a very hard room. Yeah. It's a very, I crushed I mean, it. I did amazing. I'm sure you did. No. but, but uh, You're welcome. But that really shows the difference between veterans and L.A. comics. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I've seen good comics fucking go down hard in that room because the crowd's not going to get not going to give it up for you and it's not really a comedy club it's a bar and it's not really set up for comedy and so the fact that CB did it I give him credit and I heard he did better than other people on the show uh and to that, I would say, I guess I didn't see the whole show. <laughs> I, the only, the only one that I would honestly say, I think, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn. I'm just saying, like somebody who didn't do that well uh, was the girl with the guitar. I don't remember her name, oh, but we yeah. were talking about it in the back because Lana? you said Lana, yeah, yeah, something like that, and then it just well, there, there was some doing connection. Well, and then she went long on top of it, and so I, I, I think Lana's a sweet. It's gal. so funny. I, I like know who didn't do well because they text me right after that set, going, "Thanks so much for the show. Can't wait to come back." Like yeah, right. when I'm not there, because that because I, I do the same thing. If I don't like, right. <laughs> text the like, book. Which you could have seen it. Totally awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But listen, CB, uh, are, are you gonna do stand up again? I don't know. You're thinking about it. I, I've come now. up with other. Like, oh, so are you. Yeah, but I have for years. It's an actual business. I'm not coaching people. I'm trade. I'm bartering. Right. <laughs> I'm actually bartering uh, ab workout for uh, for stand up comedy. It's different, and I probably could coach. I thought about it. I, I think just, you probably could too. I just don't want. I just remember. I, gotta, I actually asked you if you wanted to coach as part of my curriculum. I just got enough because I think plate. there's one thing that you do better than anybody else. What's that? Well, punchlines. Oh, thanks. You're an incredible punchline. You're a great joke writer. Thank that is you. one of the things that you do, I think, better than anybody else in the business. Thank you. That's, yes. a, that's a lot. So, CB, I mean, now that like I, I did it, like I wanted to do it once, and I was like, even if I get one laugh from one person, I'll be happy. And I thought I did decent that night. I heard you better stand than Ronda Rousey. <laughs> 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 All right, go on. And if I, <laughs> well, no one sent him flying sideways. <laughs> and if I and if I bomb, I don't end up in Bill Cosby's bed. But oh, um, no. Since then, I've like. Thought about other material I could do. It's just forming it is one of the bigger Dude, your problems first, that I your have. Your first three years of comedy are a wash. Well, yeah. I'm not trying uh, to do this to be like a stand-up comedian. And there's like, no point in doing it. I, I, doing it, yeah. I just, you know, I... Because you're taking a valuable stage time if that's the case. And also, there's no point. It's like one of those things. It's like... <sighs> I just mean I don't want to like, di- like sparring. I don't oh, want- he says that. I remember having a gal taking taking my workshops, going, "I don't think I ever really want to perform or anything. There's just something I've always wanted to challenge myself." Then she had one good set at the showcase, and now she they will never stop her it's, from it's performing. Like, it's like heroin. She is on fire for it. She's everywhere now. And now so, it's I mean, Whitney Cummings. Exactly. So I mean, so you can't you can't you know people that say that tend to have a very deep desire. They're just afraid that they won't be able to fully actualize it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, look. CB, I give you a lot of credit, and you know what? One thing that you have that most comics don't have is crazy free, is free time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Free time helps. Free time. If you got free time, you, that really helps. So uh, you have no you have no job getting in your way of doing comedy. Dude, you know how many comedians that are like borderline homeless? Oh yeah. It is. It, it, they live in in back rooms of offices and you know tents on beach and shit. Oh, like it's crazy. Oh, what's crazy is when I see those people, right? And then they hang out in the comedy club all night. They don't get up. Right. Or they do get up. It's like two minutes. They smoke weed all fucking night. And they just talk shit about other comedians all day, about how great they are. And then you see them, and they have four minutes of jokes. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, even when I was living 
not, I wasn't homeless, but I was living in a closet, basically. That's and, what I'm saying. Like, that's what a lot of it is at the beginning. If I you're was really driving, to I was driving 13 hours a fucking night for feature work. Yeah. But I was fucking the whole 13 hours. I was practicing my routine. I was writing new sure. jokes. I was it, I was harassing bookers. I yeah, was, yeah. I was basically graphing bookers. Okay? <laughs> you know, but that's what you got to do. You yeah. know, the other people they think that like something is an owed to them. Yeah. Like people don't realize that if I stop today, if you stop today, if if ninety nine point nine percent of comics stop today, nobody would really care. Like some people would care. No, that's it, true. But, well, I mean, but, and half because you know it would be filled in by it's like guitar players. Yeah. If you stop playing guitar, don't worry. There's a thousand other people learning guitar right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they will. It, it's the world will when go. Axl Rose can take over ACDC. You know, yeah. like like you're like oh who's gonna no one could be the lead singer of ACDC. Axl sure, Rose Axel can. Axl Rose can. In a fucking wheelchair can. Yeah. You know? So it's just a matter of. You have. I love him trying to get all the negative memes taken down off the oh, internet. It's like, dude, you really don't know how the internet works. But you have to be your own champion. You have to be your own cheerleader, and you have to be your own workhorse. because yeah. no one's going to do it. And the thing is, it goes for MMA. Well, you think John Jones or Ronda Rousey or people are like, oh, dude, once Ronda's gone, UFC's gone. Yeah, uh, no, well. it'll be fine. Once yeah, John yeah, yeah. Jones is gone, nope, we're gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, once Conor McGregor loses, uh, you know, yeah, they're like, once Brock Lesnar's gone, who do you got? There's always someone new that's gonna. I mean, nobody saw Conor McGregor coming. You know, they thought they would never have a bigger star than like you know some of the early guys who are just huge, like like the, the ice I could have just made like the that. worst joke about myself with something you just said. No one saw Conor McGregor coming. You're like, I saw it all over my face, all over my thighs, Speaking of all which, over my back. I have a new Conor addition to my life, and it's no. not a tattoo. What happened? You bought a dog and named it Conor McGregor. You kidnapped no. Conor McGregor. No, but he is in uh, he is in L.A. right now. Where? Um, he grafted him. He's in Venice. He's in Venice. Oh. But he's right this second, he's in Venice. He's between 3rd no, so- and 4th Streets. He's moving along the boardwalk. He just passed the T-shirt shop. He's on his way. He's going <laughs> to... I have a Pokemon Go application for Connor. Like, yeah, and it just follows Connor. Dude, does Connor know you have Was that like a screech? <laughs> what oh the fuck God. was that? <laughs> He's literally tracking him on his phone. Connor has no, no idea. so seriously. So well, is that why you let Connor fuck you in the mouth so you could implant a tracking device in his penis? Is that what happened? You just slipped it right up the hole with your tongue? <laughs> Anyways, I'll never forget that blowjob. Listen, I've had my dick sucked by the best. I've had my dick sucked by the worst. But this young man, I will never forget. That tongue work was fantastic. <laughs> All the way around, around the world, under the balls, through the taint. Let me tell you something. I've never gotten a blowjob through my asshole, but that's what he accomplished. <laughs> Little did I know he was planting a tracking device in my colon. It's, it's a good thing I love you guys that I like just sit here, take this, and tell you, give you more fucking incriminating you did, fucking you information. Started, you that could fuck with what me. Happened? So I got my new car last week. Oh no! And I just ordered my personalized license plate. Oh my god! <laughs> what does it say? Mystic Mac. <laughs> Why? Wow. That's, this is terrible. Do you realize people think you're going to be in a gay, a gay McDonald's food porn? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's the guy from the gay McDonald's food porn video. Okay, no. No, but somebody on, one of, on, somebody, uh, somebody on one of my, sh- on my YouTube show was like, aren't you Bilal Muhammad? I'm oh, like, you're funny. an asshole. Now, if Connor uh, said, listen, okay. Oh, here we go I, again. Connor comes in your ear, right? right. And 
Here and, and I then, come. I want you to hear me for the rest the of the life. Sound effects. And then you get free. The, you, the get lucky free you get leprechaun. front row seats to all the rest of his fights. If he gets to come, can't on, wait to see you again. If he gets to come in your ear, would you do it? No. Really? Yes, you would. Yeah, you no, would. <laughs> Shut up. You know you would. No, I wouldn't. No, think about it. He comes in your ear one time. You get front row seats to all the rest of his fights. And you get to hang oh. out with him afterwards. Yeah. Oh. Really? <laughs> I think I would too, actually. Yeah, you would? Yeah. No, he comes in your ear? Yeah, but I would want like some kind of a face guard. <laughs> like, just the ear. You just get the ear. That's it. A little face guard right here. Right? Maybe some residual hits my hand or the guard or whatever. But then, Yes. All right, listen, I think that's our, our podcast. Uh, uh, we are on Tip a Fighter. Listen, Tip a Fighter, tip us, okay? Yeah. We are on the Tip a Fighter, uh, tip us, and we will have more and more podcasts. Trust me, the more you tip, the more I can pay the co-hosts and the more they want to come in. Uh, so, <laughs> basically, the, the, the... I'm glad we're doing it earlier in the day, so I'm not stuck in traffic. Uh, tomorrow, we have uh, Alan Juban in studio. He's awesome. As well as Bubba Jenkins. The greatest! Are you coming tomorrow? It's at 6. Can you come at 6? Because Bubba can only do 6. Let me take a look. Maybe. Maybe. If not... So I'll stay home. If, if Greg can't... Well, you've been on, if you, Greg can't come, you stay home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm actually shooting something tomorrow, and I may or I probably won't be able to make it. All right, so you're, you're back in. But if we get done early, I'll be here. Nice. All right, so that is our podcast today. Uh, anything you want to promote? Uh, I'll be at the Haha ha this Saturday uh, at the Late Show at 1030. So uh, come to that tonight, uh, Tuesday night, if you're in El Segundo. I'm at a bar show in El Segundo. Check my Twitter feed for that because I don't forget, remember. So at the Greg Wilson. And if you do want to learn stand-up comedy... Go to my website. My master class is actually on download digital download video. It's a three-and-a-half-hour workshop that teaches you everything about the craft wow. of stand-up. It's a great base workshop if you want to start doing the craft. Somebody has to listen to you for three-and-a-half three hours. Three-and-a-half hours. Now, did you record your actual class and put it on there? Yes. Cool. So it's available. It's uh, at thecomedyinstitute.com. Nice. So go to that and just click on the digital download. And by the way. Or go up at the Dime Bar for I, your first time. By the way, there was a – I actually – you know, Greg has been posting stuff like – what to do for comics in certain situations, and there was a con- and he said what to do when a guy crushes before, and he had like a five step thing, and I read it, and I did exactly what he said, and I had a great set. So I will, uh, I, I will say I've been doing comedy eighteen years, and I'm still taking Greg Wilson's advice. Thanks. Uh, so that's why I'm at the dime bar tonight. Uh, so so yeah. So- <laughs> No, so, uh, so basically, uh, you're Banya from Seinfeld. Now I'm telling you, this dude knows what he's talking about for real, honestly, for Thanks, real. Buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, so killed, uh, Jerry killed. What do you have coming up? Go Just, uh, your YouTube show, right? <laughs> yeah, I got. I'm recording a new show, uh, new episode tomorrow. I got a lot of news to cover. There's so much going on. Um, covering the fight, gonna probably do my predictions for the fights this weekend. <laughs> And then starting Friday, I'll be back at my parents' house with the pups because they're going for a week to go finish the house in Mammoth. Then I'll be going up to Mammoth to hang out. And my How bro- much cocaine do you think it takes to actually stay awake through a CB Gold show? <laughs> so here we go. This is what's gonna I'm sure this you would know. <laughs> it's going to take this, and that's who I think is going to win. And then after this, is going to be hard. And I like that. You know, it's a bit of a no, 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 but that guy, he can be a champion. You know, I've been following him for eight weeks, and that's the way that's going to go. You guys are amazing. This has been fantastic. I can't wait till our next show. <laughs> and by the way, my birthday's in two weeks. <laughs> Normally we just want news people could actually. All right, they, but they, no, yeah, but, but for your birthday we're gonna get you a personality. And, it's gonna uh, be very exciting. <laughs>
I love you, CB. I'm just joking. You know I love you. I love you. I wish I could get personality from the faces I cut off of people after I killed them, but that Boy, that's work. too real right there. Uh, uh, that's going into the court record. And, and Joseph Perez, what do you got? Joe is doing his comedy at Dime Bar. Did I hear something? Was it his debut too? He's, no, he's funny. He he legit. I've seen him his comedy. He's he's twenty years old. He's legitimately funny. Awesome. Uh, he he he's, he reminds me of. Uh, you ever see Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah, Carson? the Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. The Cameron. He's he reminds, the Cameron. He, he reminds me of Cameron. Yeah, yeah. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that movie? Yeah. Do, you, do people ever tell you that? No. Oh, uh, did he say me. something about getting laid when I walked out? To yeah, yeah. Greg Joe here? got laid by a six, right? She was a six. Yeah, way to go, buddy. The was it from stand up? From doing comedy? No. For the first time, he he was working at the Haha. Ha, first time he ever banged the chick. After his set. A cougar was like, I need to get laid, and he lost his virginity in the parking lot of the haha. So that was comedy, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he comedy, came, but comedy, she so, in the car So you got what that? you wanted out of comedy. <laughs> I, listen, nobody gets into comedy unless they want to score ass. He, fi- he it, Listen, he finally got what everyone wants out of comedy. He got some ass. Wait, she got into a right? car accident that, 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 after that? Before she did. Yeah, she got into a car accident. So she was literally a wreck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was she like still dazed? Like, dude, yeah, she'd been <laughs> hit in the head by a semi truck. She decided to take this kid's virginity in the parking lot. She had an hour she, left after being decapitated. Yeah, she cle- <laughs> she clearly was. He didn't even fuck her vagina. He fucked one of her wounds. <laughs> he lost her virginity to a part of her that a pole had been pulled from. I, have you talked to her since? Before, but then. Uh, yeah. You have? Are you, are you guys friends? Any return business? But didn't you didn't you didn't you come in her? Did you Oh. <laughs> you didn't come at all? Why not? Because I was scared. <laughs> of what? Because Pussy. After you come, she okay, eats so what you? Happened? We were in the car. Yeah. And then somebody <laughs> intruded on us and knocked down on my window. Well, that was Jack Jr. Was, was, was it her husband? <laughs> <laughs> that was Jack Jr. Hey, buddy, buddy, it's my turn. Yeah, it was the insurance information. <laughs> it was the person whose car shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So she got into the car accident, then decided to fuck you before exchanging information. <laughs> yeah, we had to stop so she could exchange information in the middle of That the is unbelievable. This is the worst losing virginity and the best at the same time. <laughs> wait, so that's you so happy. Information? And then, wait, did, did you fuck her again after that? Well, I mean, you were still in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you... How do you... He's like, here's my chance. She's out. She's out. Let me get it before the emergency crew shows up. Oh, oh, get away. She'll give you the insurance a minute. I'm almost out of it. Oh, fuck, she woke up. Okay. Exchange numbers all the way here. I love the image of you with your pants around your ankles in a wrecked car in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> Wait, so she goes into the haha to like call the police, and then you end up fucking her? Yeah, something like that. Really? Like, there was no police involved. Oh, but she came to the haha, she's like, I got into a car accident, and then you start hitting on her? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Listen, you, you recognized a wounded animal, <laughs> and you swooped in, and you got the kill. That's exactly how it's supposed to go. Oh, these are the people I surround myself with. Listen, oh, people. I, I got to tell you, I'm more proud of that than the fact that you're still doing comedy. <laughs> 
he's on a war path and it's fucking hilarious. Oh man, who's this? Mark, Mark Hunt, Hunt is hitting people up on Instagram. The blue is them. a fan that sent message him. Anyway, listen, we gotta go. Uh, it's two oh eight. It's been a great podcast today. One of my favorite. Tomorrow, Alan and uh, Bubba and CB and possibly Greg are in. Uh, I, I don't think we're gonna do any phone calls. We have two. We have two. You know, we got the fights coming up this weekend. The fights coming there's, in. A, there's, I think the Bellator fights this Friday. If I'm not mistaken, Darion Caldwell in the main event. Wow. All right. We'll talk about that tomorrow. And Thank you very much for listening to the podcast and have a great week. Tip us.